And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means the boys are here. The boys are here. The Fred, where is here? Oh, thank you for asking, friend of the show. Live at the YMCA, the Horn location at the intersection of San Mateo and Indian School. Hang out in the lobby van, and we talk about this a lot when we're live at the YMCA. Four o'clock, it's going to start to heat up. Five o'clock, it's the place to be. You are so right, man. Just like uh, when we're doing shows from O'Neill's at the bar, but it's a totally different vibe. People yeah. are going to the bar. They're going to the gym to, to get p- their sweat on, to well, get their swole on. Or to pick up the the bar. Or just come here. Or just come to see us. Instead of going to the bar, you come to the Y to pick up the bar. Pick up the bar. Pick up the bar. We're enjoying it here. Just you and I today, which is a fun one. I am Fred Slow. You are Van Nunley. It's true. Back at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Mike Vital. Michael, how are you? Top of the afternoon, guys. Top of the afternoon, buddy. Got a good program today. We got all three hours because there was day game baseball today. As uh, the Isotopes will be tough one today for the uh, for the boys, man. Well, you know how much I love day baseball games. Yeah. So I got to take the L with a grain of salt. Well, so did the Isotopes. They uh, got to play some day baseball. And I, I love that. And hopefully they love that too. They express uh, took it 14-1 over your boys today. Scoring. You didn't have to read the score. You could have just said they took an L. Scoring nine runs over the first two innings. <laughs> you didn't have to mention that part either. Good for Jonathan Morales, though, on a sack fly in the fourth inning, which allowed the Isotopes to score their single run of the game. So that's good. We got that going. That's one more than zero. For the, home team the, the, good, the good thing is there's always another day in baseball, right? They're, traditionally speaking, there's about 140 more of them. Well, and I don't know if you know, Van, but you uh, you can't win them all. That's a saying. I've never heard that before. Yeah, it's brand new. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's I think it's been around for a long time, but it's brand new. Never heard and it. It's, it's weird. Let me just one more time. I'll say I think it's a Yogi Bearism. Can't win them all. I think you can, though. I think it's from Sun Tzu's Art of War. Can't win them all, I think is what it is. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Make a Marvel movie about it? Mm-hmm. I believe it's from uh, the Moses part of the Bible where they say, can't win them all. That's my second favorite part. The part where God was like, hey, go get all those people out of town and kill them all. And then he was like, well, what about the women and children? And God was like, no, I told you to kill them all. Yeah, all and because them. you didn't, yeah. you made a poor decision. And then Moses was like, can't win them all. Nope. Is that correct? Is I think that, that's exactly right. Is that a correct understanding of the Bible? Yeah. Uh, God said to Noah, he's like, you you forgot about the dodo birds. Yes. And he's like, can't win them all, brother. The, you know, to be fair. Mm, to be fair. To be fair. If there was a point in period history of this earth where you thought you could build a boat big enough to put two of every creature, if you only lived in like a very small part of the Middle East, that's not that far of a concept. Like no, you no, could, no. You, you could, could do get, that easily. You easily get two of all the animals that are, you know. Like right there. Within eye and earshot. Yeah. yeah. But if... I mean, if you're being for real, for real. Right. Yeah, you've you've never even seen a polar bear. And, but yet, he saved them. This- <laughs> I've read the book. It all works out. 
Going to have a good program today. A lot of NFL talk. There's a lot going on in the NFL. We're going to open with baseball because uh, you and I are addicted. Kristen Kristen Chavez-Smith will join us at 4.30. She's the Community Service Division Manager here for the city. We're going to talk about uh, the spring and the summer. I'm really excited about Coming that. up this Saturday. Uh, also, the YMCA will be there, so stop by and see your boys. Forrest Stolting from the Albuquerque Guys Tournament will be joining us live here at the Y at 5. Everyone's live at the Y today. So I'm no longer going to say live at the Y because everyone is live at Just the Y. Just assume. Forrest Stolting. Well, we might need to say it again later when there's new new listeners. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah, say it again later. Don't listen to Fred. Forrest will be here to talk about the tough L for the boys today, and we're making a little bit of a change in the program on how we bring you Isotopes baseball, and we'll talk about that as well, and we're very excited about it. Angel Allier will join us at 530. We're going to talk about a big three-on-three basketball tournament this week, and we're going to laugh with that a lot, so that is going to be good. I don't know if you've considered this, but we don't have to mention the game to Forrest today. We could talk about the next one. You want to talk about the game? I'm going to talk about the game. I'm talking about practice, man. You want to talk about the next one? Yeah, next game. That's the baseball mindset, right? You cannot for one minute put focus on yesterday because if you're not looking forward, you're looking back. I think that's from Sun Tzu's The Art of War. I think you're right. Yeah, I believe Or is it a Beatles song? <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> all your troubles seem so far away. Uh, also, uh, uh, help. <laughs> yeah, a little help. Uh, help. We need a bullpen. Help. That was a real interesting, I thought, uh, pregame yesterday from Sushan. Sushan, whenever he was, like, um, talking about the dynamic between, like, Warren and the major league team on, like, making sure guys are, like, playing certain roles and doing Right, things. right. I thought it was kind of neat because I'm always like, hey, just go out there and try to win them all. And it's not that. It's, it's go out there and try to get better for the big league team. Yeah, you want to get some wins. For the home crowd, you want to get some wins for the Isotopes fans, but we don't care what's you're, going you're, on de- you're developing these yeah. young baseball players yeah. for the big club. Well, kind of an interesting one, kind of a fun one. Uh, as far as Major League Baseball goes today, man, there's two big stories if you ask your boy. Number one, Bill Bear. Bill man. <laughs> so this is an interesting one. Freaking lady. So... <laughs> Baseball-specific, New York Yankees have all decided to get vaccinated, and, and cool, we'll come back to that. Bill Burr, though. This is a great story. So Bill Burr, I don't know if you saw this by Tal, he throws out the first pitch at Fenway Park yesterday, and uh, crowd goes wild. He's very funny. He gets on with the broadcast. He's, um, he, he's bringing the broadcast, and it's uh, the, the Yankees broadcast, not the Red Sox broadcast. The Yankees broadcast, yeah. and he's like a he's a big Red Sox mark. You know, he's a big all Boston yeah, sports, all Boston sports because he's from Boston. Yeah, he's from the the, the Southie. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he's from, but uh, <laughs> so he gets on with the Yankees, and he just starts like doing a bit. Like he's got like a bit where he just roasts the Yankees. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm into this for sure. This is a very funny bit, and so as I'm watching it, turns out best best little like promo go over video of all time. Because Bill Burr is going to sell out Fenway Park and do stand-up comedy right there at home plate. What? Yep. What? Is Bill Burr big enough to sell out Fenway? How many people fit in Fenway? Well, Bill Bill Burr is one of the goats right now. I mean, he's one of the best to do it. If you haven't heard of him, he's a hilarious comedian from Boston. From the Mandalorian. If you're, if you're easily offended, you could skip out on this guy because he's going to hurt your feelings. He, but I think he's big enough to sell out Fenway. I don't know how many people. Fenway's not a big one. Fenway's a little one. 
They still got to be like, what, 40,000 people there? It's almost 40,000 people. So a sellout at Fenway is only 37,731 people. By the way, if you're tuning in the program today, no live stream is live at the YMCA. So connect with your boys, 505-246-0610, text or call. It's all the same. But 37,000 people is pretty good for a stand-up show, Van. It's pretty good for anything. If you get 30,000 people to show up to anywhere, you're probably doing pretty good. It's great. So Yankee Stadium is 54,000. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no one ever shows up, though. They do, like, in the playoffs. Yeah. ML, MLB Stadium capacities. Okay. So I know the Cardinals, I think, is 46,000. L.A. is the biggest easily, right? No. Dodger Stadium? No. Dodger Stadium's like 70,000 people. Yeah, right? it's not according to this official list on Wikipedia. So oh, to, who's going to believe Wikipedia? Everyone that shows. Oh, so apparently it's the Oakland Athletics. So the Oakland Athletics at Ring Central Coliseum, which used to be the old Alameda, you know, the, the Coliseum. Uh-huh. So it can get over 56,000. The Dodgers are right at 56,000. Oakland hasn't filled that thing up since 1989. And when I was there living in California for years, uh, they would tarp off the top. Yeah. Yeah, so sure. they, yeah, they put, like, green A's all over the top, similar to, like, what they did during COVID, like, in the NBA, like Toronto does to cover chairs. That's what uh, Tampa Bay did. Tampa Bay had a, a sellout for their home opener, mm-hmm. but they closed the top section. You couldn't get a 300 ticket. The Rays? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty clever little. It's a sellout crowd here tonight in Tampa Bay Yankees. because we sectioned off a third of the stadium. Yankees fifty four thousand, Coors Field fifty thousand, and then and then they all they all get pretty close after that. Chase Field, T Mobile Park. Okay, now my biggest question is: you got the list out. Yeah. What's the smallest stadium? Oh, great question. So the smallest stadium. Oh, they're going back to the whole history of yeah, stadiums. Yeah, it gets a little confusing after a while. Hey, look at that! Look at look at uh, hey, roll down a little bit, tiny yeah. bit. Go down. Look at number thirty nine. Isotopes Park? Hey-o! 13,279. Isotopes Park is the 13th biggest baseball stadium in the country. 39th. It says it right there. Yep. <laughs> How about that? You said 13th, and it's absolutely... Oh, I said 13,000. Sorry, 39th. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. You got it all figured out there. So as far as the... Per- Progressive Field looks to be the smallest, and that's where the Guardians play. Ah, Cleveland. Yeah. Okay. So, and Fenway's even a little bit bigger than them, so there you go. I didn't know. Now I know. Yeah, anyways, Bill Burr is going to put a sellout crowd in at Fenway Park, and that's kind of crazy to me. Because stand-up comedy to me, I'm very passionate about, but but I didn't know it would draw 30,000 plus. Like, that's kind of a, a unique energy to me. Like Chappelle and Kevin Hart and, like, those bigger guys can sell out Madison Square Garden. Bill Burr could also sell out Madison Square Garden. Out of hate. Yeah. Out of New York spite. Correct. Just showing up. For his up. Boston existence. Just to boo him. Like, there's a couple, there's some real low-tier stand-up comedians like Chris Rock who would not be able to. <laughs> but I agree that. that Chris one, Rock sold out his whole tour the next day after the slap heard around the world. Yeah, that don't impress me much. Oh, 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 oh. What do you think about Brad Pitt? <sighs> Middle of the road. <laughs> What an absolute slam lyric. Why do you go after? Like, there's a lot of people out there. Yeah. 
Why'd you? What did Brad Pitt do to you, Shania? And at the time that Shania was putting out bangers, because and we've talked about this before, absolute ultimate crossover album of all time, not even close. But like Fabio's still in the news. You know, there's like there are guys that are like clichely the most handsome dudes going, and you're gonna you're gonna shoot at Brad Pitt. I haven't seen Brad Pitt on one single romance novel, but who have I seen? Fabio. Fabio. Everywhere. Every single one. Everywhere. And even if, like, Steven... There's a bookshelf right here at the YMCA. I bet there's a Fabio book in there somewhere. There's absolutely a Fabio book. Odds are. I think I I saw a statistic that no matter where you are in the continental United States, there's a Fabio book within 12 feet of you. Where he's on the cover? Yeah. Well, not... I don't own a book, so I know that can't be true. Please don't Google this. (laughs) You can also do Stephen King. You can be on the front of Stephen King for sure. I got the look for it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. New York Yankees all gave in and got the vaccine so they could go play in Toronto. Cowards. What? <laughs> COVID's over, don't you know? You get an injury. You get a cortisone shot. You're feeling bad one day. You get a B12 shot. You know, you got to pop a little painkiller, get another shot. If you got All a- of a sudden, when it comes to COVID, everyone's afraid of needles in New York. You just got the COVID recently? Yeah. Putting your business out there like that? You just got the COVID. Do you think a B12 shot would have saved you? No. No. The vaccine would have. Yes. That's why I got it. And you know how soft I am. Yeah, you're insanely soft. I'm like a, a skinnier, wider Kevin Durant. Michael, this is old news because we've done this bit on air. <laughs> But when we went and got our first COVID shots forever ago, because obviously we went together for, I don't know why, social distancing reasons. Whenever we went, uh, on the drive home from getting the COVID shot, you were, like, really nursing the arm. Like, that's how soft you are. No, I, I, I had you check my pulse. Yes. I, I thought my heart rate was up. I thought I was having side effects from the first shot. But you, I wasn't. I'm just soft. Do you remember whenever you first got your COVID shot and then – Whoever administered it was like, hey, you got to wait 15 minutes to make sure you're cool. Van was like, do you think that's enough time? I'm, <laughs> I'm so super soft. Like, where, where are you going? Don't walk away from me. Yes. I need you here. Hold my hand, please. And they're, they're like, sir, you're very clammy. And you're like, is, is that, that a side effect? effect? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. Lots of NFL talk for the rest of the program. Uh, Debo Samuels in the news. Uh, some sad news, some sad reportings on Dwayne Haskins has come out today. We're definitely going to jump into that. Uh, Russell Wilson doesn't have the drip that he thinks he has. Baker Mayfield is, uh, well, he's your favorite player, and I love that. He's my favorite commercial actor. He, you have been sweating Baker Mayfield way before he deserved, like, a single ounce of sweat. Well, look, it's it's his year this year. I feel it coming. Uh, okay. Whenever he finds a team and gets a job, it's totally <laughs> going to be his year eventually. And even if it's not on the field, you know, it's still his year anyways. Yeah, he's got progressive commercials and State Farm and what else does he sell, Doritos or something? I have no idea. I So I, unlike, I haven't watched a commercial since the invention of TiVo. I love commercials. Are you dead ass? Like, yeah. Because I don't watch Like the any. good ones? Like when we have a Super Bowl party, I don't catch any of the game. Like when the game's going on, I go and get my snacks. I go and get an oat soda. Yeah. And then I come back and just watch the commercials. We're not talking about the game. We're talking about commercials. We're talking about commercials, man. Commercials, man. We're live at the YMCA Day, hanging out all day long. we got a bunch of guests coming through. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. Uh, connect with you boys on the texture, 505-246-0610. From the texture, uh, Bill Burr will crush Fenway. Sorry that there's no live chat because I'm a huge Boston fan. Oh. oh well, I mean, just I mean, guys, Wi-Fi. It's a whole Wi-Fi thing. You know how hard it is to win on location, get like the superior 
like quality content that we need to deliver. It's hard. I'm going to be honest. It's real hard. I think we should build a new tower here. So what kind of tower? Uh, the internet tower. <sighs> That's a very poor understanding of how the internet works. That's not how it works. You just build a tower and you get the internet. No. No. This is not SimCity 2000. There's a lot of infrastructure involved. Huh. That's where I got all my construction skills from. Today's uh, today's I9 Varsity will come at 6.45. I don't know. We're back in like three minutes. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Michael, are you in like the rock and roll part of the rejoin music? Like what is what is Just, this? It's, Aero, like it's Aerosmith. It's what? Aerosmith. All right. So I know very little about Aerosmith. Good band. I know them from Toys in the Attic albums. It holds up. What is yeah, that? That's, that's a an good album? One. It's an album, yeah. The album I know was from Armageddon. Did you see Armageddon? Yes, I did. This song is called Eat the Rich. Oh, okay. You're trying to make like a... Is that a Motorhead cover? Yeah, what is that? Yeah, I don't know. Aerosmith was uh, way ahead of their time. Okay, so I just looked it up. Toys in the Attic. Have you guys heard of that? That's their best one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Does it have any hits on it? Uh, Only a the biggest them. ones. All right, so they have a song called. All right, so this is very, very poor marketing. So the album Toys in the Attic has a song called Toys in the Attic. The first song. That's that's stupid. It also has Walk This Way so, and Sweet Emotion. All right, so both of those I know from Run DMC. Run DMC had nothing to do with Sweet Emotion. <laughs> sweet Emotion, I believe, is a Beatles cover, right? Uh, you're wildly incorrect. I don't think I'm that incorrect. You can't just say everything's a Beatles cover. That's I mean, like your go-to these days. I mean, if it was done first. I was talking about the Tupac hologram. You're like, well, John Lennon did a hologram first. Like, no, he didn't, Fred. <laughs> I know John Lennon hologram. They made a lot of money on Sweet Emotion and uh, Walk This Way. Built so, a career on it. Yeah. They did so well with Walk This Way Boys and Sweet and Emotion that they let them start doing horrible soundtrack songs. That is a good point you're making, man, because <laughs> why would you release this album – to, let me make sure I got this right. Toys in the Attic in 1975 and then not wait to get popular until 1998 when the movie Armageddon came out. Well, that's for the new generation. The new gen- Armageddon is an all-time banger of a film and overrated. Are you being serious right oh, now? Oh, very serious. All right. Well, I can tell by the way you said very serious that you're not serious <laughs> because as far as like apocalypse movies that you get to pick i think that asteroid is a very good apocalypse what was the other one um deep impact, deep impact. So, yeah they came out at the exact okay. same time so today's i9 varsity is the i9 varsity of jv ripoff movies ah, okay i like this a lot so that says i9 varsity is jv ripoff movies okay definitely we're going with air bud 2 okay from what is that ripping off air bud 1 no that's a sequel <laughs> You're going to really lose the whole concept here. This is the most exciting NFL free agency period in the history of all time, which means that next year will be the most disappointing NFL free agency period of all time because Debo Samuel told the 49ers today, I'm gone. The wide receiver divas are catching a lot of traction the past week. 
Uh, you thought the quarterback carousel in the offseason was interesting. Oh, my God, give me all of this yeah. diva drama but you got. The wide receivers are like, hold my beer. I got this one. You've been talking about quarterbacks for three months. You haven't been talking about us. I want to go. Well, I know that uh, Christian Kirk already signed his deal, but I don't know if you saw Tyree Hill. He got traded. You know know how I have this legally binding contract to play football for you? I don't want it anymore. What what if I mess around and cause a little mischief? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to unfollow my team on Instagram. That'll show them. <laughs> Cooper Cup, more like he trade want, me. He wants to get paid now, too. Yeah. Well, everybody does. Everyone everyone wants a fair hey, market value. Everyone yeah, deserves. Debo can, run, Debo can run the ball. He can do the sweep. He can he, catch the ball. He can do everything. Uh, uh, breaking news, Mike Vitale breaks down what a football player is. Yes, Michael. <laughs> Well, he yes. can do it very well, just not just catching balls. You cool. know, the, the Niners were better and more productive when Debo was just a wide receiver. Debo was responsible for 113 yards per game. Why do you know that? When he was just a receiver You're not and even only look- 105 yards per game as a receiver running back. You're not even looking at stats. I don't like this. I went to the restroom once today and I read a lot. Debo is like, um, hey, uh, hey, boys, I'm not super interested in playing with this joke backup quarterback. You're trying to play over my best friend, Jimmy Garoppolo. So wherever you send Jimmy, I'm going to go. That's a really good point. Like, I just want to stare into Jimmy Garoppolo's eyes. All day, every day, so no matter I'm what. So I'm demanding a trade. I don't want to deeply stare into the soulful abyss of Trey Lance. I'm too used to Jimmy. Yeah. And, and they're and – it's so like, and we don't know this, but like Debo has probably bought a house like on the same block as Jimmy Garoppolo. You know how these guys are, to where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, we're like we're best friends. We're gonna go. You know, I thought they were best friends. Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Oh, like because it don't matter. Boy, were we wrong on that one. They were super wrong. We were gonna talk about it a little bit, but uh, Russell Wilson and uh, the linebacker that you love so much. What's his name? Bobby Wagner. Yeah, they thought they were best friends. Nope, not best friends at all. Not when hundreds of million dollars are at stake. They're not. It looks to me like the front runners of this thing are the Jets, the Packers, the Chiefs, and the Lions. And you're like, Fred, how do you know that? Well, just Ian Rappaport said it. So uh, it's not like I got an insider or anything. I don't think the move makes sense for the Packers. Like, I would love to have him. But you just got rid of a number one ride receiver for assets. Every, now you're going to give up assets yeah, it doesn't to get a sense. number one ride receiver he, who you're going to have to pay just as much as the guy that you let go because you didn't want to pay him. The exact same sentence. Oh, well, Michael, fthedraft.com. Go to it right now. (laughs) It'll take you to our show page. All right. That sentence you just said about the Packers, Van, if you replace the word Packers with Chiefs, is the same reason it doesn't make sense for the Chiefs to sign Debo Samuel. 100%. Which means he has to end up a Jet. I think that makes sense. The Jets are looking for a splashy move. The Jets went after... Basically every big-name player on the trade market, now it's their turn. Now they get a Debo. Congratulations, you get a Debo. <laughs> Sorry, 49er fan. Yes. You do not get a Debo. I like it. I do think, it though, it's it's going to take all the juice out of it. Similar to Major League Baseball for agency, where it just doesn't matter anymore. It's not exciting and no one ever becomes available. This is, And it's a little bit in the NBA, too, where it's like, hey, we, we kind of got arbitration figured out and we kind of lock up dudes – before their final years, it's 100% in Major League Baseball, where there's just not that thing anymore. 
And if you like to be super fair, talking about pro sports, you know, the last time we really had this big one was LeBron going to Miami, right? And LeBron going to Miami, he's like, I'm going to take my silence down to South Beach, and he's doing the whole deal with, uh, he donated like a million bucks to the Boys and Girls Club. But for some reason, he even still became a villain, which did not make sense. Like, he's just helping kids. It's like it's the me, me, me attitude that people hate about him, and that's what the, hey, look, look how good we had it. You're getting this wide receiver drama every friggin' day, all off season. It's been the last few years. I think it's like coming to a head right now with all these guys who, surprise, surprise, they all have the same agent. Duh. Yeah, hundred percent. This is this is calculated. More NFL talk at the four forty-five. But before then, we're going to sit down with Kristen Chavez Smith, and we're going to talk about the uh, the the spring into the summer. The big spring fling is coming up this Saturday, Van. We're going to make sure all the details get out there. Let's make sure we get the title of it right, because you just can't name stuff for it's, the city. I feel I feel like I could if there was like a name stuff department. Let's let's leave with it. It's not the spring fling, yeah, but I feel like the spring, it is a hundred percent not the spring. No, fling. It's I've already spring into summer. Yeah, that sounds way better. Well, that's what it is. Okay. But we'll the, get the name right. Well, I'm, no, I'm giving it, but then what <laughs> I'm doing is supplementing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, uh, wear your uh, poodle skirts to the spring fling this upcoming Saturday. Is, don't do that. Oh, don't do that. You're that's, just making stuff up. This is uh, – well, It's not a sock hop. Um, everyone gets a free rainbow when you attend this Saturday. That might happen. Is that a good one? You yeah, get there could be a rainbow. Yeah. Uh, uh, roller skating rink, uh, one day only. It's outside on grass. Okay. You will ruin this, your skates. All right, so you're telling me there's bobsled tryouts for the Albuquerque bobsled team this Saturday. Okay, that's a maybe. That's hard maybe. That's a maybe. Hard maybe. I'm into that one. I'm, we I'm back, writing this down. We're talking community and we're talking to you. It's two men on 95.9 two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, sports animal. Animal. Oh, my God. Welcome back to the program that we do at the YMCA, like, I don't know, once or twice a month, depending on availability and if I'm out of town and if Van has COVID and if the masses are asking for it. Indian School in San Mateo, come hang out with your boys at the Horn. Joining us on the program, Kristen Chavez-Smith. She's the community service division manager for what, the city, the state, the universe? Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, for the Department of Family and Community Services in the oh, city of Albuquerque. Oh, there Ooh. we go. You write that down? You write that one down? Family and Community Services. The, the end of uh, Kristen's email is a paragraph. It's, it is. Yes. Oh, do you got like a sweet motivational speech? Do you have that? Oh, no, I don't. Oh, what do is you, this? Oh, because there's a lot of titles. There's so many titles. Oh, I thought it was like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Do you have a lot of letters too, like a lot of certifications and stuff? I, I have a few letters after <laughs> my name. <laughs> Those are the. I used to work in the healthcare field, like um, um, not like the one that helps people, like the scam one. Like, yeah, okay. So like all these personal trainers that were like not out to help you. Fred's doing air quotes. If you couldn't tell by the way he said trainer, that's I am doing air quotes. (laughs) But they they would have like uh, certified in aroma, and you're like, what? (laughs) What is like a candle, like a Yankee candle? Aromatherapy. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I didn't know that was a therapy. I just thought it was like a. That's what they call it. Okay. I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> Kristen, Kristen's like, yeah, and, uh, 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 check out my Etsy. We're like, what, Kristen? People are happier when things smell nice. <laughs> this is. Here's your certification. Not untrue. You yeah. spent all su- you spent all winter working on the spring into summer, which is this Saturday, Kristen. Well, I mean, what's going on? Where's it at, girl? 
Yeah, so we're going to be at Teague Park from 11 to 3. All right, where's that at? Let me Google that real yeah, quick. Yeah, it's right next to Old Town, and it just happens that it's also Albuquerque's birthday this weekend. What? So big party mm-hmm. in Old Town. Mm-hmm. You can come right mm-hmm. over, walk to Teague Park, bring your kids. Is there free cake? Um, I don't know if there's free cake okay. in Old Town. Hopefully. Bring a cake. Bring, a cake. bring one. Bring your own right. cake. Making a note here. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, Fred. I'm talking to the listener to bring a cake. Bring, if everyone brings cake and shares... It's free cake. But if everyone doesn't, it's like you di- you still get cake in return. That's true. Ooh. All right, so the property of cakes we need to break down. Not now. What? How, how many people are you expecting? How much cake does, does a friend <laughs> of the show need to bring? I mean, I think it's a lot of cake, but we're really just hoping to see a lot of families out there. Um, you know, the city offers a ton of youth programs for kids all throughout the year, but we're really gearing up for summer, so we just want to make sure that parents and families have all the information they need for all of the different programs that the city is offering. So that's why we have this event, just a one-stop shop, but we make it really fun. We have carnival games and jumpers and the whole deal well let's let's piggyback on that a little bit Mm -hmm. what what all should families in albuquerque expect at this event what is there to do what is there to learn what is there yeah when you say jumpers are you like asking people to step back from the ledge my friend you could (laughs) cut ties with all the lies that you've been we'll see if we can get the dj to play that little third eye blind for you guys i got it i got it You should have them play it over and over again when it's over at 3 o'clock. This is and they will <laughs> definitely leave. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's a good way to clear out the park. Yeah, forget Semisonic. We're going straight, mm. straight Third Eye Blind. Oh, the Third Eye Blind? <laughs> I was, that was going to be my guess. Summer programs, events, camps, lessons, and classes offered across the city. Uh, Van, you were, you were asking follow-up questions that were more prudent than my punchline. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know what's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the loyal listener wants to know, why they're showing up, and what to expect. Yeah, so like I said, lots of information for parents, but we're going to make it really fun for the kids. So we'll have carnival games. We're going to have a DJ out there playing music. Um, Parks and Rec will be out there doing pickleball demonstrations. If you've never heard of pickleball, it's really fun. Um, So we'll be fun adjacent. Fun adjacent. It's actually very difficult. It is difficult. It's like hard. But 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 it's a great activity. We're gonna have when I say jumper, I meant an obstacle course jumper, oh, like a blow, you know, like a bouncy house. Okay. But it's an obstacle oh, course, like wipeout. Yeah, kind of. I'm but a big but wipeout like guy. the kid version of it. So um, no big pools of whatever they wipe out into. Wipeout is Van's go-to karaoke song. <laughs> no, actually, it's tequila. Ah, it's tequila. Yeah, it's <laughs> tequila. Yeah, because there's no words. The, t- the word tequila. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, uh-huh. I do Batman from the 1960s Adam West version of Batman. But you do it acapella. Acapella. Oh, okay. You, yeah, so it's a whole thing. I just try not to show. Saturday the 23rd, and it's at what park? Teague Park. Okay. And if you show up at 10 a.m., you're too early. Yeah, we'll be there, but there won't be a lot going on yet. <laughs> if you want to help us set up tables, Ooh, that, would that would be, be cool. a nice thing to do. <laughs> well, yeah. that's the thing. You can't always donate monetarily. You know, Some, somebody's got to pick up the trash. They donate time. This is, that's how I do. Yeah? Yeah, because like, if you were to call me, Kristen, and be like, hey, Fred, can we use the radio show to help? I would be like, hard no. But I will absolutely come out there and, and I'll pick up popsicle sticks or whatever it is. Yeah, cool. So crafts on hand, lots of entertainment on hand. Food trucks, games, um, the flyer says, and more. Give me the and more that I'm not knowing about. What is what is the one thing where I get there that's going to surprise me or a friend of the show? 
Yeah, so one thing, we're going to have some live demonstrations of um, first aid and CPR. Wow. So, like, the hands-only CPR, which was really important, especially in the summer when kids are even more active than the rest of the year. So we want to equip families with that. So our friends at Parks and Rec are going to be helping do some of that. Um, we might be having some, like, dance-off contests and Ooh. have some giveaways so for ba that. Van keeps a uh, unfolded cardboard box in the back of his Prius. All the time. For this exact thing for when breakdancing okay. just, mm -hmm. just happens. Yeah. I just, all I need is a beat. Okay. I, I don't know how much breakdancing, but we might have some cha-cha slide, you know. Well, okay, what what – Google that for me. I don't know what that is. I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> it's it's safe for kids. It's safe for kids. <laughs> okay, cool. Back in. Totally safe for kids. 100% <laughs> back in on that one. Part, then, part of the end more is Pop Fizz Palettas. Yes. Which I am madly in love they're very with. Good. Yes, they're, they're so good. good. We'll have their food truck out there. I'm a Paletta um, bar guy myself. But they're yeah. Very good still. Yeah, so good. Um, other food trucks will be there, too, so food for purchase. But um, a lot of our partner organizations are going to be there, too. So we're even going to be surprised with what they're bringing. Like the YMCA will be there. Like the YMCA will be there. there. Our friends hey, here we're at YMCA. There now. <laughs> Doing that whole thing. The Okay, so, all right, I'm willing to give you, I guess, 100 bucks to come to this. What's it cost? It is free. What? <laughs> it is completely free. We're really just trying to get the information out there. Yeah. Um, it's hard because, you know, the city of Albuquerque is a really big organization. Families don't know what departments offer what. And honestly, they don't really care what departments offer what. So we really want to come together just so that we're giving all of the information out to everyone. So if you want information on swim lessons or community centers or, you know, the art camps at the museum, it, it's all going to be there for families to find out about. This Saturday, April 23rd, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Teague Park. And, Fred, I know you're not good with those kind of words. Yes. So it looks like Teague's. Oh, Teague's. I know exactly where that's Tugewix at. Teague's Park, yeah. Yeah. I could tell your level of confusion was pretty high on that word. Where's this live music at? This, the live music will be on the stage right there in Teagway Park. Yep. So we have uh, one of our community center supervisors is also a DJ. Of so course. Be DJing. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> so Marvin will be there and, and playing good music, and we're just going to have a really great time. The, uh, so the only Marvin I know is from the movie Back to the Future. When, I don't know if you remember, Michael J. Fox had to travel back in time. He's playing Johnny B. Good in front of... Huey Lewis and the news. No, okay, we're not going to even <laughs> let me finish this one. I'm not going to finish it. Oh, okay. Uh, Teague Way Park this upcoming Saturday, 11 to 3. You can check out Spring into Summer, which is not called the Spring Fling the way that I thought it was. That's so correct this I time. I apologize to all the parties involved. Go down there, check that out, enjoy the full day. Uh, I don't know about you, Kristen, but in the neighborhood I lived in uh, that we had COVID. Are you familiar with COVID-19? Um, a little familiar, Okay, yeah. so it was, Vanna was in your neighborhood too, I think. Recently. Okay, so is there COVID-19 at this? <laughs> I sure hope not. Okay. <laughs> you know, we're taking every precaution to be safe, um, as we have during this whole god-awful pandemic. Um, our programs have been running the whole time, so we're excited, we're so excited this summer to to see some sense of normalcy really boost our numbers. So most of our programs are back to pre-pandemic levels, which is really exciting. How exciting. Yeah, so it's really exciting. Our staff are excited. We know the kids are excited to come back, you know, hang out, 
have a really great summer. Kristen Chavez-Smith, thank you for being you, and thank you for everything you're doing this upcoming Saturday with Spring into Summer, April 23rd, 11 to 3 at uh, uh, Tiguikowitz. What did you say it was? Uh, Tiguay. Ah, Tiguay Park. Or Tiguix, T- if you're very literal. This is uh, – I, I, when I first read it, I thought it said Roblox. So I was really confused. Ooh, those are fun. This, I just recently learned about it. I yeah. didn't, there's an app. You've been hanging out with children? This is uh, – well, I'm a fan of helping. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. Fan of children? Thank you. Look at the Y. I'm like a really community-centered guy. It's been a lot of time. It's not what you say off-air. This is Well, off-air, I'm an entirely <laughs> different personality altogether. <laughs> Kristen, thank you so much. Thank you. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Back live from the YMCA. We're going to talk a little bit about youth programs here at the Y in a moment because joining us is Dane Leninger, who, well, he makes the youth programs go around. But we were talking a little NFL off air and wanted to jump into that. We were going over this big Y. You follow the free agency stuff, Dane, at all? You follow any of that? Uh, not, not particularly. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> like, it's, to me, I was always like, free agent, I don't care. It don't matter to me. Like, same phase, different place, doesn't matter. I was like, but this one, like, the money of sports has just gotten, like, incredible to me. I don't know if... If you boys even kind of realize, like, how vast it is. It's my favorite part of the year. Yeah? I love the free agency stuff and the trades and the hot stove and all the front office moves. Like, I'm so interested in it. You a play on the field guy or you into all the business aspects too? Uh, play on the field, I guess. Yeah. So does it not matter, like, where, the, where like, your favorite player is as long as they're playing? Um. A little bit. Like, I mean, I, I changed, like, when I was always been a Broncos fan, but when I, you know, like, I was I was a Manning fan when he came over. Mm-hmm. But, and then, I've, I don't know. You don't like his, you don't, you don't like tune in for his Monday night cast? Just no, I, still... I do. I, I like to, I, um, he's, he's entertaining for sure. I would say he's entertaining yeah. for sure. When he hosts the ESPYs, it's like the best one ever. Yeah. If Will Smith had came up on Peyton Manning, <laughs> it would have been a different outcome. Well, he's. Hundred <laughs> percent, very taller. Dings is hundred percent, much taller, insanely tall. Well, but he's got way more face to slap though. Forehead is what you mean. <laughs> yeah. He's got yeah. a, he's got a, a five. Even though it's, it would be a weird angle for the slap. You'd have a larger target. Okay. Is a, so we recently learned on the wide world of sports team that competitive slapping was like a. A sport, an actual sport, is that one that's offered here at the Y? <laughs> Not currently. Oh, Not currently. shoot. Okay. Programs are filling up, though. Registration has been open for just one over one month now, and you guys are on pace for where you want to be, and the kids are, are returning to play an organized ball? Yeah, yeah, and we're, we're gearing up for the, the summer, so we're stepping away from the leagues until the fall, but we're going to be doing our clinics and our camps and our athletic performance camp for, like, the off season. So good stuff coming this summer. What else is going on? Like you got leagues going on too, right? Those starting to fill up fast. Well, the leagues are yeah, leagues are going right now for spring. Uh, we're about halfway through the the spring season. Um, is the next LeBron here? Can we give me a little um, there's some info? there's some competition here. Yeah. There's some competition. Does he have an agent? Dude, what's up? <laughs> you need me? To, you need me to call Coach Patino? Get some get some guys out here to scouting. You need that? Bring them out. <laughs> <laughs> are the volunteer coaches still out in droves too? You getting a lot of volunteers? Yeah, yeah. Coaches are great. We we have a good crew here at the Y now. We're getting getting where we need to be. I know you were talking about the camps. Uh, what are some of the fun specialty camps you got going? Hey, tell me why coding is cool. Because I feel like coding was not cool when I was a kid, and it's like the hotness now. I don't know. It is very cool. I, I remember we did a 
when I was in college, there was a coding camp for robotics, and it was just all the all you were trying to do was get your you know your your robot to basically go from one point in a hall and navigate all the way around a hall without hitting any walls, basically by coding it. I have a vacuum it's that does cool. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's incredible to me. I have a similar challenge with myself is where I try to drink as much as I <laughs> hit a wall. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. not called coating. That's called coating your liver. Yes, yes, And yes. that is not the one yes. that you need. Are you, you guys doing coating and stuff this year, too, for camps, or is that out this year? I think coding is one of the camps. It is absolutely one of the camps. And then, so, but, like, some really neat, like, you're doing, like, you're doing cooking. You're doing, like, all that stuff. Yeah, they're running, and Gloria will be on later to kind of go over all the the specialty camps. Yeah. Um, what? But yeah, yeah, we're doing the the archery, the coding. There's cooking. There's yoga. There's it's lots of good stuff. There you go. Yeah, I'm really into this athletic performance camp. Like, what what would you expect if you're going to sign up for that? Like, can you turn me? into a passable athlete or can i just keep lying about it absolutely yeah yeah well at least we'll, we'll, we'll get you we'll get you to jump jump higher you know i don't oh that so, i need so yeah with the athletic performance camp we um okay we, we basically take uh what do we do we start with strength and conditioning we we do speed agility we we go over we do yoga we do it's basically a four-hour section where it's um, really geared to helping helping young athletes just become better athletes. Well, and I know there's nutrition stuff. There's like leader, leadership aspects to it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you talk a ton about like mental toughness. And then this is one thing that doesn't go over kids, which I know you kill because we saw you doing it last summer. It's the stretching. It's the uh, it's the idea of mobility right. amongst your body. So right, everything. So Dane Leninger, how can you be reached? Um, you can reach me at the Horn Family YMCA. Um, 505-595-1515, extension 3117. Dane, thank you so very much. Yes, thank you guys for having me on. Forrest Stolting, where we get back. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, sports animal. I agree. <laughs> who, who is this? Gucci Mane? <laughs> this is what are you doing? Sure. Why are you trying to, don't make a scene right now. Who is this song? I'm June sure. 7th at Never the Rio Rancho Event Center. Nelly coming to town. Oh, snap. We already we got you. Don't even worry about Band-aid it. and all. We, City Spud been out of jail for a long time. I don't even know why you're. Why are you trying to be like that? Joining us on the program, Forrest Stolting. Who uh, he's got a job title at the Isotopes. But we just say Mr. Isotope Forrest Stolting. All right. So uh, we told you we were going to talk Isotopes, but this is actually a pitch. We're going to give you a full pitch right here. What you got? Uh, so Bill Burr has sold out Fenway Park to do stand up, and me and Van think we can do the same thing. What's up? Can we get Isotopes Park? What do we got to do? I mean, I think it can happen one way or the other, you know. I mean, That's a good it, it just depends very, very good what answer. time of the year, you know. It, how, how's the weather outside, you know. It's many, frightful. So, uh, not quite yet. Okay. Look, so if, we still got eight months. If, <laughs> if Bill Burr can get 37,000 people at Fenway with the stand-up comedy, I can easily get 13,000 people at the lab That's with my interpretive dance troupe. Is, is that is yeah. that true? Do you feel like that's true? <laughs> it depends on how interpretive it really is, I guess. This is so. have have you Van been on the Mandalorian? Have I been mm, on a yes. Mandalorian? No, okay, it's not a goodness. Not I don't understand. Action. You so said on loaded like a, question. Okay, don't say loaded after you make this <laughs> sentence. This is <laughs> it's four twenty. Unacceptable today. Also unacceptable today was day baseball for the Albuquerque Ice Stops Forest. Oh, What's going man. on, with my boys? We win big. We lose big. Can we just? What's the deal here? It seems that so far we just cannot find the uh, right formula on the road. We're one and seven on the road. Unacceptable. And four and two at home. 
our bats. So we're like, I think we're batting 187 at, on the road and 330. We, we have the best home batting average in all of AAA baseball by 20 points, but have the worst in AAA baseball in batting average on the road. So we just got to figure out. I get the bats going a little bit. That's our biggest problem. So it's it's collusion in the league. That's they're, what che- they're cheating you, is what That's you're saying. What, please say that. That's what you're officially saying on Can the record say that right, right now. now officially, is the ice dopes are being cheated, mm-hmm. and it's very apparent to everybody who's watching. Yeah, because if you're going to fall behind nine zero in two of the last three games, I, it has to be that. Agreed. For instance, hands up. He says no. I'm looking at the slashes, boys, and it's 187 (laughs) on the road. That's the official line we're towing. Jonathan Morales don't care, though. He got that one ribby. That's the thing. You don't want to get shut out. Yeah. Like, hey, like, taking a tough. It's not happened yet so far, so we're hoping it can last a few months. Taking a tough L is taking a tough L, but getting shut out is a whole other story. Getting shut out is. Is the B. That's so. tough to do in the PCL. Oh, yeah, it's a very good For point. Sure. With all these high elevation yeah. stadiums. I mean, Round Rock is a little lower, but it's still fairly high. But it's it's a, it's more of a hitter's park than a hitter's park. But obviously today they turned it into a hitter's park. But we just did not bring our, our good bats no. to the to this field today. Well, and, and Van made an, you know, an excellent point earlier. He was like, uh, you don't look back. you got to look to tomorrow. Exactly. you got to yeah. look to tomorrow. So Van said that in the opener. I think and, I came up with uh, – what did I say? I, I always forget. Can't win them all. Can't win them. You created that. I just that. made that yeah, up you, today. Yeah, you said yeah. that, and then we were like, that yeah. should catch on. It will. I'll yeah. make shirts. Can't win them. Can't win them all. Bumper I have, sticker. I think I've heard that before. This, <laughs> no. No, I think, it's, I think it's brand new. Yeah, we just came up with it just now. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Brand new. Zach Neal goes tomorrow. That's going to be pretty good. Uh, 6.05 Mountain start tomorrow for the boys. Uh, hey, all joking aside, because we do joke like – Hey, our boys got to win some on the road. We they gotta, do, for we sure. Gotta, we do got to figure yeah. it out. I mean, yeah, winning road games is how you uh, get to the top tier of the, the standing. So, if you, obviously, we're, we're going to win at home a ton. But winning on the road, that's where you you got have to at least go 500 on the road to have a, a decent shot at winning uh, the, the division, for sure, at least. Well, I don't hate that at all. So, uh, pro team's doing pretty good, though. Huh? What's up with them Rockies? Oh, my What's gosh. What's up with them First Rockies? Play, uh, yeah, Man, baby. they've seemed to be clicking on all cylinders right now. Their bullpen has been great, except for today. But yeah. their, 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 their hitting has just been phenomenal. I mean, from top to bottom, it's Connor uh, Joe's having a good start. My goodness, they're just – My uh, boy, C.J. Crone. Oh, yeah, yeah. the Crone zone, yeah, baby. Yeah, Crone zone, baby. <laughs> I look like a genius for drafting him in the 11th round of my Didn't fantasy Didn't he have two home runs the other night? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Got another double today. My goodness. He's hitting 400. I mean, is that, he really? That is good pretty, for CJ. That is pretty good, though. For yeah, it's very good. <laughs> Even a small sample size, it's very hard oh, to no do. Oh, no doubt. And, like, you guys know, like, super critical me. And I'm like, I'm like, Chris Bryant, we're just trying to sell tickets. Like, this is not, like, a thing that's going to actually contribute. Or be, oh, I know nothing. Seems like the the baseball operations department knew something that we did not. Sure, <laughs> sure. But, they are just moving right now. And I don't know if it's true, but I feel like he scored in like every game. Where it's like, what are you doing? You just turning left out there? Like yeah. you, like you think it's NASCAR, Chris? Like it's what are you doing possible. on the baseball? I mean, he, he must have a really good on base streak to begin the season if he's got that many runs well, already. He's, that he's, is correct. He's doing pretty good. He's doing pretty good. And also, we talked about this a lot too. But he's, you know, he's changed the game. You know, with that all that time manipulation stuff from. Oh yeah. Shoot, what is that? Eight years ago now? Is it that long? It's. It's got to be. Seven at least. Seven at least, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, now all the best players that should be minor leaguers to start the season for the first month are all Major League Baseball players. Bobby Witt Jr., uh, uh, Julio Rodriguez with the Mariners. Like, those two guys are, like, going to be the cornerstones of MLB 
for the next 10, 15 years, and it's just great to see them yep. up in the big leagues where they should be because there's no need for them to be a triple-A. So it's really a fantastic thing to see that being, uh, having changed because of Brian, even though he had to go through it. It's just – uh, it's great for the game moving forward. I mean, literally one year ago, all those guys that you mentioned would have been in the minor leagues getting their service time manipulated, and they wouldn't be up till June. So. Easily. And you saw the results from day one. Oh, man. The Royals, Bobby Witt Jr., single-handedly oh won the game. Oh, my God. And then, yeah. then the next day he made this incredible play at third base where yep. he threw home to get a force out or a tag play. Like, he had no business even making that throw to begin with, and then was just on the money for an out. Get out of here, Bobby. Yeah. So you work in obviously you worked in minor league baseball for years, right? You, yeah. You've been a part of professional baseball your entire professional career. Exactly. And yeah. you know when a game starts, you get a long day in front of you. Oh yeah. Hey, not no more though. Pitch clock. Oh my <laughs> God, it is moving. Yeah. I had zero thoughts and zero. Uh, it wasn't even on your radar. It's no, a big I, change. I thought it was going to be maybe five ten minutes at most. I didn't think it was going to affect us at all. But Dog, it's like twenty five thirty minutes. We yeah. played a, a twelve to eleven game on Sunday. And it was under three hours. Last year, that game would have been three and a half, four hours. Sure. Easy. Easy. We played 214 the other night. Last time we played in, like, the 220s. I mean, today we were playing the 220s again. It is just the pace of the game is much better. And naturally, the key is not as much dead time in between pitches because, I mean, when I'm watching big leagues right now, compared to our games, man, those, those the, the pitchers and the hitters, they're just taking their sweet time. And, yeah. like, it is – after watching our game, the AAA game, for two and a half weeks now, it's almost it's like I like that version better where you get the ball and we go. We're not you just go. sitting here waiting around and kind of fiddling with your gloves or whatever you're doing. But I think it's a it's a better well, it's a better game and better product for the game to move along at a quicker pace like and, that. And you guys, you guys know I hate bringing it up, but you know I broadcast baseball from Dixie University. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's I try to bring it up every so often, but. There, I'll give you a cadence right now. I'll give you a cadence right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the pitcher and settling at the rubber is Forrest Stolting. He's going to put the rear heel on it, steps off. He brings the glove about waist high, checks the runner at second. It's not a throw, just a ball. All right, back to the rubber here. Now up to the chest. He finds his pick selection. Looks like the catcher has a little confusion on the wristband, and it's just like by the end of it. Oh, now Nomar has to step out again yeah. and play with his gloves <laughs> some more. <laughs> and, and, and that is like a regular cadence of delivery mm-hmm. between every pitch. And, it is. And although I'm one to let the game speak for itself and do that kind of thing, it's just, it's too long. It's too much. And Major League Baseball today uh, said they were going to adopt. So Major League Baseball said we're seeing it early, we're seeing the results of Major League Baseball, and we're in. So the pitch count is coming next year. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see it for sure. I'm not sure if 14 and 19 is the exact numbers they're going to land on, but at the very least, they got to get it going a little bit. So break know? that down. What is 14 and 19? So with runners, with no runners on base, the pitcher has 14 seconds to throw the ball once he has the ball on the mound. So once he catches the ball back from the from the catcher, once he's in the dirt circle, he has 14 seconds to throw the ball. And start, or start, excuse me, start his windup. Right. right. And then with runners on base, he has 19 seconds to do that. And this is so Dontrell Willis could not do it. There's he would no not. Way. No, there's no. There's just not enough time under the sun because of that windup that he had. Ten Lincecum, where it just takes too long. Not I think able. you're going to see a lot of pitchers next year struggle with this rule because I would say 80 to 85 percent of the pitchers out there right now, they're taking 30 seconds between every single, especially. Your relievers, like like a Rawls Chapman, who throws 100 miles an hour, 
he's just dripping sweat 13 out there. Thirteen of fifteen pitches the other day were over ninety nine miles yeah. per hour for Roldis Chapman. And like, so I think someone like him who really takes his time and tries to kind of regroup himself after throwing straight gas. Dog, he's got to breathe. Yeah, that's his thing. Like he needs yeah. twenty seconds just to catch his breath after umping one out there. I know my dude Luis Garcia on the Astros. It's gonna take. It's gonna be really oh, hard yeah. for him. Rocking the baby because he's got <laughs> he's got like the triple. He's got like three different windups all yeah. smashed together. That's gonna be gone next year yeah, for sure. He's got to clean it up. Full uh, on on air commitment right now from Forrest Stolting. Uh, before every ice steps homestand, you're gonna come hang out with your boys on for Mondays. sure, absolutely. So what we are gonna do is we're gonna preview every homestand the week before because we went last Monday without talking ice steps baseball. We said this is stupid. Yeah, we gotta <laughs> make it. Ch- can't do that. We can't do. Yeah. Like I'm, I want to feel the momentum. And we actually uh, we were out today in the community doing some stuff, and we caught a really fun compliment. So we caught a really fun compliment from friend of the show Dennis. And he said, he said, hey, this is the first season in some years that I've stayed tuned for the Isotopes game. He said, because you guys have breathed some life into me as far as fandom goes. Because, That's awesome. Yeah, and, and, I th- like, and this was a, do, do I owe you money for this compliment? Like this was, <laughs> but it was, and it was like an unprovoked, and I was like, that's great. You know, because the Isotopes deserve, you know, as many ears and eyes as, as obviously they can get on. What's a really good product? Oh, it's the best in, in, in around the city, for sure, without a doubt. So joining us on Mondays will be Forrest Salting. You'll be bringing, if it's for a homestand that week, you're going to be bringing, uh, like, whatever's going on. So if there's promotions or giveaways or whatever, that kind of stuff, you're yeah. going to come and we're going to preview all the things that Isotopes fan in front of the show can experience in person. Exactly, yeah. Hopefully bring reality to life here on the show, and then later that week we'll see a lot of the uh, fringe of the shows at the game at Isotopes Park. We are live from Isotopes Park next Friday. Van, we're live, and every homestand, and every homestand, we don't have preconceived responsibilities. What does that word mean? Preconceived <laughs> responsibilities? Yeah, I don't know. Like we, if we double booked ourselves. Well, there's two of us. Why don't we just figure it out? That's a really good point. This, I just, Boom. Yeah, I Problem solved. Yeah, why would that be a... We should start doing that. We literally do it all the time. There's, that's why there's two of us. Oh, I thought I was just doing twice the work for this, everyone. All right, no. All right, it's, <laughs> oh. So you're familiar with Will and Jaden Smith? Yeah, the reliever for um, the Braves, Will Smith. <laughs> that's well played. Just, or, the, or is it the catcher for the Dodgers? I'm yeah, not sure. That's that one for sure. Just yeah. the two of us. Uh-huh. We can make it I'm, I'm obviously joking. We would not be able to do what we do unless we split apart. Yeah, because no. <laughs> too we wear time. way too many hats. What did we miss, Forrest? What's up with the isos before we cut you loose? Man, big uh, home series next week with the Sacramento Rivercats, affiliate yeah. of the uh, Who I San, hate. San Francisco Giants. Yeah, I absolutely disdain them. Five out of the six nights we have something going on at the ballpark, whether it's a giveaway or some kind of special night. Little tease there. There you go. One might be fifty cent hot dog night. Put that in my mouth. Oh boy! And you can get up to six hot dogs <clears throat> per time at the uh, concession. So wait, hold on. Like back in the concession line, or I need a brand new ticket to get back into the park. No concession line. You okay. Only, you only get you can get six hot dogs per trip to the food stand per person. Per person. So if yeah, I bring right. a family of four, let me do the math on that real quick. So six, six thirty-seven hot dogs. All right, so forty-one <laughs> hot dogs yep. is what I would have. Mm-hmm. At least. This, <laughs> I think, all right, so then I would do – all right, so 50 cents a pop, and then is pop 50 cents too? Is that not a thing? I, shouldn't have I said. think it's just 50-cent hot dogs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The hot dogs are 50 cents, but the, the Coca-Cola is $114. Okay. So, yeah. so there you go. And, uh, and there's ointments for these hot dogs I can get, like ketchup oh, and any mustards. kind of condiments you would like, for yeah. sure. 
Okay, I mean, I'm super in on this. And if Fred wasn't as impressed as I was, but there is a secret Chicago dog dog mm. dressing stand this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty sweet. It's got the wild game hot dogs over there. We got alligator. We got rattlesnake. So, and so, so good in my mouth. There's an unbelievable uh, amount of different kinds of hot dogs you can try at the ballpark. You're going to have to come to every single one of the games you, next week. Do you need me to come to a home game and just mm-hmm. cover for you for, like, an inning so you can actually go down to the concourse and experience the game like a fan? Do you need me to do that for you? I mean, it'd be great. At least an inning, you know? Yeah. Maybe you can swap <laughs> spots for an inning or whatever. Because you, you, you don't get that stand in line, get a slice of Dion's, like, like no. get spiral potato. You don't – and then it, not for years. I, I, I mean, I get, I get, I've been to some major league games in the past couple of years. So sure. I've, I've been a fan in that, in that sense, but not at uh, my place of work, that's for sure. It's more of a – I gotta get the job done here tonight, sure. boys. Yeah. So it's tunnel vision. So you yeah. need, need an assistant. That's what I'm hearing. Forrest needs a. Well, I got I got a great one in Joe Traub, but we're both extremely busy. Yeah. Uh, throughout the game, so if I can get another one, maybe. This is Joe. Traub. <laughs> how about Joe Traub needs an assistant. <laughs> two yeah, more. Uh, how about two more? Uh, yeah, two men, and they're sitting right here. Yeah, I feel like that's the that's the ticket. Yeah. Dave, has anyone ever said that? Put that down. Put that's that was the ticket. <laughs> quit saying that's the ticket. <laughs> And quit calling women dames. Okay? This is I just the old timey stuff is not going to catch on, Fred. Uh, I whenever Forrest was texting me earlier, he was like, "I'm running late." I was like, "Hop on the trolley." I know, pepping your steps. Yeah, eh? nah. yeah. Just hey, rub a little dirt on it. Has anyone ever said that? I should have that one too. Ooh, make that in a t- yeah, We got a lot of t-shirts coming. This is write all these, all these down. Completely unused throughout the history of time phrases. NFL football ta- talk. Whenever we get back, Forrest, I'll think you the absolute best. Thank you, guys. You're better. That's. Well, yeah, cut that off, okay. Michael. We're yeah. gonna absolutely <laughs> new promo. What is it? Five sixteen. Yeah, five sixteen and thirty-seven seconds. And make sure we get the branding in there. New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Sweet. isotopes. <laughs> Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Back live from the Horn YMCA, the intersection of San Mateo and Indian School, and Forrest Stolting just walked out, and there was like an applause as he left. That was weird. It was awkward. It was like a weird thing. It's been a good program this far. We're about 10 minutes away from our friend Angel Alir joining us, who's going to talk about the Devin Hayborn Memorial Basketball Tournament. It's a little three-on-three boy going on this weekend. Starts at 10 a.m., $20 for a team. We'll give you all the information, but it's at the Paradise Hills Community Center van. That's going to be a good one. Did you say only $20 for a team? L- or, no, it's per person. $20 a person. Yeah, I'm sorry. You call okay. me. I was going to say I can't make it, but I'll just get a team. Just sponsor a team. Yeah, just whoever you want. You pick them. Yeah, so you can have up to five on your team. All right. And I know right now there's currently listening. Cause also, I want, the, I want the Birdmen from above the rim. That's Tupac's team from above the rim. What is above the rim? It's a movie that you need to watch tonight, immediately. I don't understand. A tour de force from Tupac Shakur. You're, all right, tour de force <laughs> is bike riding, so That's, I'm very confused. You're thinking of France. Oh. Tour de France. Okay, I, did, I was a little confused on that yes. one. So it's not a movie about doing drugs and winning in sports competitions? That's literally what it is. So that sounds like a tour de France. Yeah. You know a guy with one testicle won it seven years in a row? So he did not, though, and those seven years of victories have been completely expunged from the history of Tour de France. 
because they could not find a single competitor who did not either A, test positive for a banned substance, or B, admit to a doping procedure beforehand. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's something crazy. And now they all play for the Astros. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hate that. Hate that at all. Dwayne Haskins. A little bit of a sad one, Van. So the the official police report is is out on Dwayne Haskins. Um, Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of speculation on on why Dwayne Haskins was uh, struck and hit by a garbage truck. But uh, it looked like he was literally just going to get gas for his car. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that makes it even more sad, even more tragic that he was just – handling biz not like, good obviously like where my mind went was you know mental illness substance abuse why was he on the highways like yeah. okay well dude just needed gas so sad yeah just uh absolute bummer so there you go that's the official out on that so no more speculative and that's the thing too whenever like something i'm just gonna use the word sad but i don't know if that's fair but when something just sad occurs yeah, i cannot speculate like I'm always, sure. a, I'm the, I'm the let me know guy. I'm the, um, even with like all the weird stuff that was going on with the Texans, you know, where it's like, it's like all that stuff was dismissed. Right. You, you know, like, like I just, I got to know more information and then I know. So, so now that I know, um, just absolute tragic and sad loss. So, um, you know I, what I always say, what's that? You need more data. You do say that a lot. I say that too much. Yeah. But it, it's pertinent right now. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know out now. Uh, we earlier with Dan Leninger were talking about the Denver Broncos and we're talking about their quarterback now, Russell Wilson, who apparently before he left Seattle, he said, uh, Hey Bobby, um, Hey Bobby Wagner, which you've told me all about Bobby Wagner. He's a defensive back. Is that correct? No, he's your favorite position. He's a linebacker. Oh, okay. So one of the ones that doesn't matter. So he is apparently the best one on the defense and Russell Wilson said, homeboy, I came to party but we're going to do it in Denver. I want you to come with me. And Bobby Wagner said, uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Wilson does not have the drip that he thought he had. And how do you think that's going to fare for Denver Bronco, Van? Do you think Do you think his teammates are going to look at him and go, yeah, this guy's a little too Ciara for me? My favorite part of the story is before Bobby Wagner chose to not go to Denver, Russell Wilson calls him up and says, hey, man, I'm out of here. I want you coming with me. Come to Denver. We got a spot for you on the defense. Right. And he was like, no, my heart's in Seattle. I'm not going anywhere. He's in L.A. Well, <laughs> now uh, you have to go somewhere else. Welcome to the Rams. And all, the Seattle's like, um, actually, I think we'll just cut you right now. Like, yeah. cause, and I get it with Seattle because I'm, yeah. I'm pro Seattle on this one. Because he's one, a linebacker. Because, yeah, what are you going to do? Are you going to waste the money? Like, like, what's Bo- the point? Bobby, your heart may be here, but your employment no longer no. is. And like, and with they already got rid of the quarterback, so they're not trying to win. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. So why pay a guy that's not going to help you win anyways? Excellent point. And I get it for the Rams because the Rams have the best quarterback. Matthew Stafford is the best quarterback. He won the Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl. That makes him the best one. For so, a year. Yes, for one year. Got bragging rights. And anyone who surround, if he's like, hey, I'd like to get someone to surround me, like, I don't know, Bobby Wagner, then fine, go do that. That works That works perfectly in my opinion. But if you're the team who's like, hey, um, we don't have Russell Wilson anymore. Now we have, I don't know, Paxton Lynch or whoever they have. I have no idea who's up there. 
Um, the sloppy seconds from Denver, Drew Locke. I just said Paxton Lynch, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, the exact same guy. Like probably the exact, exact same stats now that I think about it's it. Same build. I'm, I'm, I know they went to different colleges, but same college. Have you, have you seen their 23andMe results? Uh, they, I believe it's just a straight line. Yeah? Yeah, on both of them. In between <laughs> each of them? They both just match up perfectly <laughs> on a straight line. <laughs> do, you, do you buy into the uh, Bobby Wagner side with the Rams who could play the Seahawks twice because it's personal? You, yeah, of course. You do buy into that stuff? Yeah. I do not. It's going to have the best game of his career twice every year. If you work in the NFL, you make um, millions of dollars. Yeah. Cool. And if you're like, hey, there's only, like, certain places you can, like, work in the NFL, like, city-wise. If some of those cities are L.A. and some of those cities are Seattle, you never pick Seattle. Unless they draft you and, and you're, you're forced, to. You're forced yeah. to be there. If it's servitude, yeah, yeah. if it's, if it's indentured, um, kind of weird, like, form of, I don't know, wage trapment. I don't know what word to use. They have a union. Yeah, I mean, all these wide receivers don't think any of it matters, but there's no way I'm picking Seattle over L.A. ever. Yeah. Are you going to go to Miami or Tuscaloosa? Yeah. Buffalo yeah. or L.A.? Yeah. Green Bay or L.A.? You choose L.A. L.A. You don't want to live in Norman, Oklahoma. You want to go coach USC. Right. Like, that's how this thing works. And... Russell Wilson ain't got no – because you know when Russell Wilson showed up to Denver, he was like, uh, hey, I'm a real leader of men. People think I'm cool. I can convince anyone to – like, I'm the, I'm the quarterback. Very first story. <laughs> How he couldn't get his yeah. bestie there. Yeah. No, 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 we're best friends. We, uh, uh, we're in a group chat. <laughs> like, what? I hope Bobby Wagner, like, comes out and says, like, this, this Wilson kid, actually garbage. Well, and – He is horrible. You know it's not actual friendship stuff. The second Russell Wilson leaves Seattle, he's not in those group texts anymore because all those guys, they start new group texts without him because yeah. he wasn't actually their friend. He was just their quarterback. How many times do you think he calls? Hey, hey you got a Rams <laughs> fan in the crowd. How many times do you feel that they're going to well, – how, how many times do you think Bobby Wagner is going to call Matthew Stafford Russell? <sighs> Zero. You think just immediately, like, he, he turns around that yeah, fast? Yeah, because every day Bobby Wagner wakes up, hangs out on the beach, looks at the sun. Instead of every day, he wakes up, and it's something in the way. <laughs> I, I still don't get that reference because I haven't seen The Batman. <laughs> but I'm really excited to. It's what now it's, that it's on HBO, I'm totally going to watch it. It's the, it's the most emotional, like, Batman representation of Nirvana of all time. I don't know. Danny DeVito's penguin was pretty sad when his penguin died. Danny DeVito's penguin is insanely sexy compared to this movie. Okay. Danny DeVito's just sexy. Something in the way. That's why Shania Twain started bagging on Brad Pitt, because she knew the song wouldn't work if she started talking about Danny DeVito. Greatest crossover album of Mm -hmm. all time. Danny DeVito? That actually impresses me. So, yes. That does impress me much, much, yes. Angel Lear joins us when we get back. We're going to talk about a cool event going on this weekend and how you can be a part of it. Two men on 95.9 FM and Live from the YMCA. Boys are coming up a little bit. A lot of guests coming through, Van. we got a lot of friends. we got a lot of friends of the show. Angel Lear joins us, and she is uh, putting on a, a very fun thing. So let me, let me just paint the picture real quick before we tell jokes. 
Devin Hayborn's Memorial Basketball three-on-three tournament is this upcoming Saturday, the 23rd, at Paradise Hills Community Center. It is $20 per player, five players max per team. And you were taking registrations up until, what, tomorrow or day of or? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Possibly Friday. Includes, uh, you get a t-shirt. There's other prizes, obviously, but you get to hoop. That's the big deal. And this is uh, honoring Devin by, uh, well, bringing some gun violence awareness to the community and doing a fun event. Angel, welcome. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Great having you. Yeah, this is, this is, I mean, I'm, I want to hoop. That's what I'm saying. I want to hoop. That's a shame you're out of town, my I dude. I meant to say I want to help. <laughs> oh, there I go. <laughs> I want to help and hoop. Angel, um, talk to us a little bit about Devin. Talk to us about the memorial and, and excite people about coming out and participating. Gotcha. So my son, Devin Hayborn, was uh, murdered this last April. It will be one year this Saturday, and that's why I'm having the memorial tournament. He was actually killed by someone that was on pretrial release and a GPS monitor. Um, his case kind of blew the door open to the fact that nobody's been monitoring these people on GPS after five on weekends or holidays. Oh my. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of advocating, a lot of lobbying for change in laws uh, because of that fact and trying to bring just a, you know, awareness to our gun violence epidemic. And speaking of awareness, what, what are some of the steps you're taking to create awareness for this, this topic? So just going out and telling my story uh, a lot, letting people know, you know, what laws are and aren't benefiting, um, helping, volunteering with anything I can within the Bernalillo County, like um, the Gun Violence Task Force, the Violence Intervention Program, One Albuquerque, anything I can do. I was at the legislative session this last session telling my story and trying to get some laws changed. You, uh, we were talking a little bit about Devin before we came on air. We are talking about ways that, that you had kind of envisioned memorializing him and, and used a term I had not heard, uh, angel anniversary, because it's the one-year anniversary of his passing this upcoming Saturday. And the thing about Devin was Devin bald. Devin was a hooper. Mm-hmm. So the the three-on-three tournament kind of seems like the one, the only one. The, so The only thing I could think of to celebrate that one-year mark. And when you announced it uh, to his friends and families and supporters of you, uh, what was that level of excitement? Oh, everybody was thought that was perfect. And honestly, just because everything with the legislative session and actually his birthday just passed on March 22nd. So I had a little bit of stuff going on in, in my life, but uh, I actually only started planning this like three and a half, four weeks ago. So, <laughs> you know, procrastination at its finest. Well, that's... <laughs> Well, that's really impressive that you got this together in such a short amount of time. So, Yeah, definitely, and I want to give a shout-out, too, because I couldn't have done it without uh, the presence of Locker 505 yeah. and Bernalillo County. Without their help, I don't think I could have put, pulled it out together so fast. So all the benefits from this tournament go to underprivileged athletes. How, how does that work? Yeah, so uh, I've been in contact with a few different organizations that actually work with underprivileged athletes, and so we're going to pick a couple and um, actually sponsor them either for their sports dues or equipment. Oh, I love that. That's great. Yeah. The three-on-three basketball to memorialize Devin Hayborn is this upcoming Saturday, and it is at the Paradise Hills Community Center, which is 5901 Paradise Boulevard Northwest. Uh, that's kind of the uh, Volcano Vista High School area, if you're not familiar with every community center in town, which I know not everyone is. But, uh, yeah, I know we got a lot of listeners out there. I know we got a lot of people 
who uh, obviously would be excited about playing in. And it's all ages, right? That's my understanding? Uh-huh. So, so far we have everywhere from 13 to about 28-ish. Oh, my gosh. So, and then you just come out with the squad of your choice, and, and it's it's a random draw kind of thing, and, and anyone can hoop with anyone. Yes, and so we're going to do uh, uh, 15-minute time frames or up to 21, whichever comes first. Oh, there you go. That's a, So that, I'm a big points guy. I like playing to points. It makes three-on-three. Three just that much better. Right. So, uh, so this is this the inaugural? Is this we're going to try to duplicate definitely. and replicate every year? Yes, it's going to be first annual, and next year I'll definitely start earlier. What is <laughs> what is the best way to connect uh, to get a team in? Is it you? Is it the community center? What's it's, it's definitely me just because we were so short on time. So my phone number, uh, my, my uh, name, just give me a call up and – get you on the schedule connect with angel at 505-804-8585 or text program 505-246-0610 we will get you the information you need obviously reach out to us on our social media outlets at talk abq and we will forward you to angel to make it happen anything we missed friend i don't think so i mean i just want to let everyone know that this is so beneficial to get the word out uh we want to keep as many kids off the street this summer um we want to get awareness out there to friends and family uh we want the message to be told see something say something if you see anyone that's you know doing something inappropriate with a gun we want that awareness to be out there because this time and age people are just pulling weapons out and they have no regard they don't think of the finality of what happens when you pull out a weapon Mm, so true Angel Lear, thank you so very much. The Devin Haymore Memorial Basketball Tournament. Thank you for having me. Three on three this upcoming Saturday at Paradise Hills Community Center. Connect with Angel to enter your squad, 505-804-8585. Vinny, would do something like, well, what can we do? Can we get like a winning team on the show or something? Just have a little hype or something? Yeah, like, I like that idea. We'll figure something out with yeah. that off the air. Because we cannot personally be there. You are participating in Locker 505's uh, inaugural golf tournament this weekend. and Correct. I am in Beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico, broadcasting for Highlands University. Also correct. Angel, thank you. Thank you so much. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We're live from the Horn YMCA today, the intersection of Indian School and San Mateo. And uh, I don't know if you know, Van, this is where they do the day camp. They got the summer camp here. They got all the specialty camps here. Van, the Y is for camping. I did not know that, but boy, are we lucky Yeah, that we have Glory here to tell us all about it. Gloria Cisneros joins us on the program. She runs uh, everything that has the word camp involved in it. <laughs> Gloria, welcome. Thank you for having me, guys. Aw, aw. <laughs> uh, all right, so what's going on in the world of camping at the Y? How are, how are the specialty camps? How's the day camp? How's the summer camp? What's going on? So it's going oh, – sorry, guys. That's all right. So it's going good. Um, our registration is filling up. Um, I do know here at Ihorn location we have um, about five spots left. So if you're looking for summer camp, get in Like here. right now. Hurry up. Yeah, <laughs> get in before – before they get here and take your spot. <laughs> so what, what is still available for the interested families out there? So we, 
So we do have our specialty camps um, good to go still. We have about five to ten spots on each camp for that one. Um, our Montezuma and our St. Paul's still has some spots available, as well as our Sunset View Elementary has some spots available. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So this is traditional day camp as you know it. This is all the things that incorporated, including like arts, crafts, physical activity. Hey, hey, what's up? We get to get out of the we get to get out of the Y too. We do little field trips and stuff. Yeah, so we do have a swimming day where we do go out to um, one of the pools, one of our city pools, right, and go smart, swimming. Super smart. And then we also have a field trip day. So um, it depends on what site you're at, but um, each day you get to go out of our sites uh, two times a week. All right, so, so, so what's, what's my, it cost? My man? mom still has the macaroni art I made in summer camp on the fridge. Oh, because she's a hoarder or a prepper? <laughs> because my art is just so fantastic. Okay. It deserves to be shown on every fridge in the world. Okay, that's, that's but there's only one of them. So that's Van's um, saying that you're going to come and teach us how to do macaroni necklaces. Oh, I would huh? Absolutely. I would love it. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it in the calendar now. You tell see, me when. So you handle All right, that. let's and, see. And I'll do July pop- 5th. Yeah. <laughs> I will do oh, pop- out of town. I'll do popcorn streamers for Christmas uh, trees. Okay. Because I can do popcorn streamers all day because it's you stream one popcorn, you eat one popcorn. That's the sure. that is the ratio to perfection. Yep. So okay, so what can we do? You, you guys like roller skating? Like what's up? You get to do all that cool stuff. So yeah, we are going to Roller King. There we're you going go. Going to the jumper places. All right, well, hold on. We're in on Roller King week. Okay, yeah, for so Roller King Week, Spirit Van, Week, Yay. yeah, because Van can put his left foot in and he can take his left foot out. And then you know what I do next? What's that? I put my left foot back in. Oh, and I shake it all about. That's very smart. <laughs> yeah. I like everything about that. Well, first you got to put on the skates, Van. You it's can't just do it without the skates. Uh, I'm kind of a, a professional. I could go backwards. So. Also, Gloria, you didn't look close enough. Van is actually wearing Heelys right now. Really? So Van is yeah, always, no. only every day. Break it out at any time. Uh, five <laughs> spots left here at the Horn location, but other spots available at other YMCA locations around town. I'm willing to pay. What, what's a fair number here, Van? One thousand dollars a yeah, week? Six, seven thousand dollars a week? Is that what it costs? It's a lot cheaper than that. Okay. Oh goodness. <laughs> it's one thirty a week. One thirty. Who's giving it away? Like, it oh. is giving it away pretty much, especially with all the activities planned, all the field trips, all the su- swimming days. We are pretty much giving it away at a steal. <laughs> one thirty a week. I want to make sure you said that correctly. Okay. Yes. All right. So there's five days in a week. Mm-hmm. So that's like twenty five bucks a day. That's like yep. twenty six doll hairs a day. Yep, and your kids get to have activities. Are you messing with me? No, I'm not. And we provide <laughs> breakfast and lunch. So. All I have to do is change their clothes and send them out the door. Pretty much. <laughs> this is a dumb good deal. This Make is... sure you clothe them. Period. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying yes to the plan. Okay. <laughs> Gloria, you are, uh, you're going to make sure it all happens, and you got a staff of young adults that are going to help you. Uh, how is it staffing out here at the Y? A lot, of, a lot of kids in the community coming out to be a part of, of helping kids in their community? Yes, we do actually have a lot of college students that come um, who are training to become a teacher or, you know, already are a teacher. So we do have several um, staff here coming to help the kids and it is all evidence-based and studied-based. So everything we do is for a purpose and for a reason. It's like national programming stuff. Like, yeah, like it's, it's figured out. I think, I don't know who's at the very top. It's someone who knows a lot. And then they create the programs and STEM is involved as well, right? Of course. STEM is always, now we call it STEAM. 
Uh, oh, why? What's, but, the, why, what's ooh, the difference? What's what the is new, that? What's oh, yeah. the new letter? Um, it's the A for art. <gasps> yeah. Because, oh, art you know, too. art okay. is part of our STEAM now. Yeah. So, yes. Okay. It used to be STEM, but now it's STEAM. <laughs> this is, I mean, I'm, I'm in on this point. Guys, I can, I'm not trying to flex here, but I paper mache better than many. I would almost say most. I have seen your work. I am very good it at paper It is very mache. slightly above average. Would you, what would you like me to make? Name something. Uh, I've seen some of your work at um, the El Mesquite Market. Don't know what that word is. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> making the panatas. Yeah, what? making I, the panatas. I can yeah. do a balloon covered in paper mache, and a smaller balloon covered in paper mache. I can do both. Well, don't sell yourself <laughs> short. You could also do a bowling ball. This, do you guys have do you bowl during the camp? Um, we do usually bowl, but this time we do not have a bowling field trip. Okay, we're gonna, I mean, we're going to have to make a call here. What's up with Silva? <laughs> we just reach out. What's, also, to be fair. I know fair, a bunch of Silvas, to be fair. I don't know if I want to go into a bowling alley like with midday. With 50 kids. Because, well, first of all, I feel like when I walk in midday here in Albuquerque, it's very bright outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I go into a bowling alley, bowling alleys, I feel like traditionally are very dark. I don't need that kind of stress on my baby blue eyes. Mm. Well, actually, for spring break day camp, we went bowling and took the kids to um, round one. And the kids absolutely loved the bowling. Oh, I love everything about that. One last time, the details, Glory, before we let you go. How much it costs and where it's available? Uh, $130 a week. Um... It is available at the Horn Family YMCA, St. Paul's uh, Methodist Church, Montezuma Elementary School, and Sunset View Elementary School. And it does start June 1st as May 31st um, is uh, no longer the last day of school. Gloria so. Cineros, 505-595-1515, extension 3106. Uh, reach out. Reach out. Reach out to us. We'll get you there. Yeah. Yeah, we got you. Don't wait. Spaces is limited. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live on the program, live from the Horn YMCA. And, uh, I mean, the people there, I mean, I thought, like, at first, man, I was like, oh, it's going to be a midweek wall. It's going to be a little, a little, a little Wednesday, a, a Wednesday weekday. W E A K. But. I mean, this, I mean, once work got out here, the the Y starting to fill up. So come hang out with your boys. We're live at the Horn up until seven o'clock tonight, uh, when we are then. Uh, well, we're done doing radio for the day. Yeah, they don't let us keep going. Who's they? They the, give us a an end point, and the, we stop there. The station or the Y? Yes. I can go all night. I got New Mexico opinion coffee. You already know. That's a good point. You already know. You thought? Already know. What's up, with your boy Baker Mayfield? Well, there's a rumor mill brewing. What's up with him? Is it Baker to the Steelers? I mean, what's up with that? Vital, did you hear this? Baker Baker to the Steelers? Yeah, why not? What? Because he's terrible. Like, no, he's not that bad. He overthrows people and can't move out of the pocket fast enough. <laughs> so you're only saying bad things, Michael. He needs a run game for him to ESP- be good. ESPN, ESPN's Jeff Darlington says the Steelers would sign Baker Mayfield the very next day if he was cut. Well, that sounds to me like you can just trade a late round draft pick and call this thing over. What's, yeah, what's I the mean, problem? That's, that's my vibe right there. They're not going to cut him. Yeah, no. Because okay, I mean, if you got Deshaun Watson, who I think is a, more of a difference maker on the field than obviously Baker Mayfield, but why would you get rid of like such an asset of a great backup quarterback? You're just going to keep him on the roster and let him be unhappy and cry to himself. 
The the thing that's the thing though is he could absolutely be the reason. Like, is if he stays in the AFC, where because I think the Steelers and Browns play, don't they? What do you mean? Are they the same division or no? Yeah, they're both in the AFC North. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, like that for me is like the story. That's like the poetic, a poetic. Yeah, like Bobby Wagner going to L.A. so he could play Seattle twice. No, no, no. We're talking about guys That'd who play. Super sweet if Baker Mayfield ended up going to the Steelers and then transplanted uh, Trubisky and then got to play his old Browns twice a year. I want to see Deshaun Watson lose more than anyone, right? Because of his alleged crimes? We'll see how it plays out civilly, but yes. And because of that, I want to see Baker Mayfield successful. Yeah, all that makes sense to me. Now that I'm saying it out loud, to me this is a everyone has done Baker Mayfield dirty. This is not Baker Mayfield's fault. Baker Mayfield is actually a saint. I'm there now. I just got to that moment right now. He's not a saint. He's still on the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> When's the draft? Three weeks? Two weeks? We're two weeks away from the draft. There's no way the day after the draft concludes that he is a Cleveland Brown. Unless they get what they're asking for, I don't see why they're just going to get rid of him. Because you got – if Deshaun Watson has to miss serious time because of massage gate or whatever it is, you still got Baker Mayfield to take over. Baker Mayfield has taken his team to the playoffs. Baker Mayfield has won a playoff game. He's the number one overall pick. He doesn't suck. He just not as good as he was projected to be, and he's definitely not as good as he thinks he is. I'm not sure if I can really identify the people that were projecting him to be that guy. Like, I'm I'm taking a moment, and I'm trying to think back to, what was it, five years ago? Is that sure. when he was drafted? Who was the person really touting the Mayfield horn? I, I don't know who his big supporters were, but I remember his haters were – Colin Cowherd. Cowherd, yeah. But Colin Cowherd ended up being completely correct. Like Colin Cowherd, who from day one was like, this guy is not a guy. fool's gold. Yeah, this guy, yeah. He only looks good compared to what has been around him, which he he was talking about because Baker Mayfield did have the advantage of pro-style offense, did have the advantage of NFL talent around him, Mm -hmm. did have the advantage of really high individual one coaching. And Colin Cowherd many years ago were like, Hey, if you subscribe to Baker Mayfield, you're going to catch a virus. And turns out that was absolutely correct. People were saying the same thing about Jones in New England. He's only good because he's on Alabama. He's only good because he's surrounded by these stars. But they were very wrong about that. The difference, so it's the anti-Baker. The difference in those two, though, is that stuff came out about Jones right at the draft when it was people were trying to lower his value. Because if you remember, he was projected like the number two quarterback behind Trevor Lawrence, and it was all but a sure thing that he was going to go. I mean, and he ended up falling all the way to ten, which is not far. This is like when people talk about Aaron Rodgers falling to the mid twenties. This is—it's not a huge deal. But that is when all that kind of conversation came out when teams, New England Patriots, were trying to sabotage where he would be available at. That's not the Baker Mayfield naysayers. Maybe people weren't really saying that, and it was just me. That were pro-Baker Mayfield? Maybe I just recall me being pro-Baker and re- anti-Mac Jones. I remember you being pro-Baker because 
he was like, yeah, I will also mouth off against you, Colin Cowherd, when you mouth off against me. I mean, that's what I like about him. I know. I you, love his swagger. You, I love a guy who are, I love guys who are fun to watch on and off the field, and he's one of those people. I know you pretty well. You like dudes who are lippy. Yeah. Yeah. You it's like, fun. Yeah. Uh, I like a quick wit. I like a guy who can thrash with his tongue. Like, all those things to me are super valuable until you're not able to back it up. Yeah, that's exactly it right there. Because, look, he's not a superstar quarterback, but he's still a big personality, and he was getting all those commercial deals and all those endorsement deals. But the Baker Mayfield on the field isn't the guy that should be on television all the time. FDraftPicks.com. Because if you really do believe in Baker Mayfield, Pittsburgh Steelers, if you are that team, then you trade away that draft pick. Trade away that offer the seventh. They say no. Offer the sixth. They say no. Offer the fifth. They say yes. You say good. Cause sure. I, yeah. Because I don't need to take a kicker right here. I don't need to take a guy who might compete. He'll play special teams for three years and then you'll cut him. Yeah. Yeah. Might compete for a, a slot nickel on second string. Like, that guy does not matter. We're talking about a guy who's going to take snaps every day for you. And, by the way, we'll wear your team's color in State Farms commercials, which is a thing that I think's a thing. I mean, they got Trubisky for a seventh rounder. Go. Go. Draft picks don't matter. Get quarterbacks. Get lots of quarterbacks. I think he still deserves another chance. He's a number one overall pick. You know, high prospect, pedigree, did great in college. He's already won a playoff game. He was what, two years? He was hurt last year. Two years ago, he was what, the seventh best quarterback in the NFL? Pro football focus. I think they had him seventh two years ago. That's not a guy who should be back up. That's a guy who should get another chance. The money part's the interesting part. So if you trade for Baker, you got to pay him $18 million. You just have to. If he gets cut, the Browns have to pay him $18 million. So if the Steelers sign him or the Ravens sign him or the, the – I mean, those are kind of the big ones, obviously. But if, if he is signed by specifically someone in the division – you're taking $18 million out of their pockets. Because you could sign Baker for a million dollars, which good money, but he's still going to make $18 million, and the other 17 has to be paid for by the Browns. Right. It's good business. That's a great business. Very good business. And the Steelers, for that exact reason, will not acquire him until he's cut. That is correct. And that's why he almost, no matter what, will end up in the AFC North. Just the spite tour. Well, and he's got the playbook, dog. I mean, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I know, hey, uh, I'm sure it's a web browser. I'm sure it's password encrypted. I'm sure all these different things and all these different things. But he knows all the plays. He knows the scheme. By the, the back of his hand. Yeah. He knows what they can do. Like, yeah. Well, not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really know what the playbook does because he hasn't done all the things he needs to do to be successful with his playbook. But I get what you're saying. Do they still do comp pick Vital? Do they do comp picks when you cut first rounders? Is that in? Do they do that in the NFL still, or is that all dead now? They used to. I'm not really sure now. No, I, I know they do. I know it's a thing, 
but I'm not really sure how they're awarded. We need to actually get someone on for this because I can look it up. I can read you whatever the Wikipedia says, but I know there's like a where you were drafted versus how much you have time you have left when you get cut, like on your contract versus production. Picks. Yeah. 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 There's like a formula. And I bet you're right, man. I bet the compensatory is not what I think it should be valued at. By the For way, one one. Yeah, because yeah. draft picks don't matter. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's that also. I think he deserves another chance. I think he's gonna get a chance, but no one is gonna pay that kind of money to acquire him. I am most. He's not an obvious difference maker. He's not a playmaker like Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. Or, like, all the speculation of Rodgers and Brady and all yeah. that in the offseason. He's just a guy. The thing the thing that makes him a little bit greater than a guy is the revenge tour. If he can get the revenge tour, if he can get the not only can I beat Cleveland twice a year from an opposing team, but if I can also help beat other AFC North teams. Look, to, to his credit, his first three years, he had a different coach and different offensive coordinator every year. Yeah. That's he true. had one good year two years ago, and then he hurt himself the very next year. So who knows who could uh, tap into that talent that's in there? Uh, if you're Mitch Trubisky, who is currently the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, does this mess with you, like, mentally and emotionally? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he's just a business-as-usual guy. He's out there working. He's out studying the playbook that he actually has his hands on because he's going to be a quarterback for a team. So he's just putting in the work, I'm assuming. The Bengals obviously have the best quarterback in the league that's not Matt Stafford because he won the Super Bowl. Because he got second place. Because he got second place. Yeah. Now, the Browns have the worst quarterback character-wise. The Ravens have the worst quarterback pro- – I mean, the Steelers have the worst quarterback production-wise. And the Ravens have a quarterback they're about to lose in one year. Unless they pay him just buku bucks, yeah, which they don't, they won't necessarily. That so I guess that makes the Ravens a strong contender too, because number one, twenty million dollars in dead money for the Browns. Got to make sure that happens. And then number two, if for whatever reason it doesn't work out with your stud Jackson in Baltimore, then you have Baker Mayfield who learned it for a year before you have to give it to him for you don't know how many years. That that would be an interesting scenario, but I really don't see Lamar Jackson going anywhere. I mean, they've built that whole franchise. They built that whole offense specifically for him. Kansas City did that with so Tyreek Hill. He's going to get his money. I don't think teams care about players. Like, I don't think teams are like, hey, we're going to scheme to one specific guy only. And I know they claim they do, and they like coaching staffs do, but like teams overall, I just don't know. Certain players, quarterbacks are not one of them. Quarterbacks are the position where everyone's fighting for, everyone's cares about, everyone's concerned about, everyone, like, what was the talk of the offseason? Where are these quarterbacks going to go? I mean, the, the wide receiver drama, the wide receiver diva stuff is an afterthought compared to the quarterback speculation. Quarterbacks are such a hot commodity that every year for the last eight years, six years, the conversation has been, where's Colin Kaepernick going to sign? Because sure. that's how few quarterbacks there are. But you won't get the – that's why you can these – that's why these second round or worse in their fourth year of five-year rookie deal wide receivers, like, although I'm recognizing their talent, not disparaging that, they just don't matter. They're, they're 
position players are obviously more easily replaceable than a quarterback. hundred percent, yes. You need you need a top five, maybe top ten quarterback, and you need a top five, maybe top ten offensive line, and then you could throw just about anybody in for running back or wide receiver. And often you can take like if you have like multiple guys who are good at position, 49ers, and take your like best wide receiver and be like, oh, he's the running back now. Mm-hmm. Like we can do that. Yeah, I don't know. it's an interesting dynamic because I, I get I get the importance of the quarterback position. I I will never disparage. Cannot win without the best one in the league. The best quarterback in the league always wins the Super Bowl. That's a rule. <laughs> What's from? So in two thousand one, Trent Dilfer was the best quarterback in the NFL. That's when the Ravens won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Then yes. <laughs> okay. How is that not correct to you? Okay. Did someone else win the Super I mean, Bowl? I'm not aware. They award awards every year for this. They give you there's the MVP award, Offensive Player of the Year award, and there's All Pro awards that tells you who's the best quarterback. What about the best award, the Lombardi Trophy, and that's the one that Matt Stafford has. So that makes them the best. Well, I mean, 53 dudes have it because it's a team game. Name a single linebacker on the Rams. Bobby Wagner. Didn't play in that Super Bowl. <laughs> Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live from the Horn YMCA. Find the time in his busy days, Phil Beam, to sit down with us. He runs Camp Shaver. But um, I refuse to talk about Camp Shaver, Phil, and – so you tell me what's going on with your New York football giants. Well, <laughs> nothing nothing right now. They're <laughs> they're losing, but uh, they got a lot of draft picks, and who knows, maybe they can make something out of that. T- Tony didn't show up to, to workouts. You see that? Yeah. What's vol- up? He don't love you? Voluntary workouts, you know. He, <laughs> he knows that, who Brian Dable is. He's good. That that goes a long way with a coach, though, oh, yeah, like showing up for coach. voluntary. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone except for Aaron Rodgers is supposed to show up to these things. <laughs> you are supposed to show up these things. Everybody. Right. Right. I'd be there if I was in New Jersey. He- <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me ask you about your Giants. Are you a Daniel Jones truther? Do you think the talent around him is why he's underperformed, or do no. you think he needs another shot? No, I think I don't. I don't think he has it. Kick him to the curb. I don't. I don't, just don't. I think he's a good backup. He'll be a great backup somewhere, but he's not a starter. Not a number NFL. one. I mean, you got there's there's like no other options though for your squad, right? No, I know. Like well, <laughs> at Baker Mayfield. We just we just got a we just got a back. Who's our backup now? We got got a got a new backup, which is much better than the old backup. But who is he? Um, uh, I'm drawing blanks. He's a name, but he's a backup name. Tyrod. Tyrod. That's right, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. I thought he was going to be bigger in Houston or San Diego, but if you remember, he got poked in the lung. Yeah. And then Justin <laughs> Herbert showed up, who I believe threw the best pass of the year against your Giants last year. So yeah, yeah they, they, he's <laughs> Justin Herbert, a hundred percent paid off that trainer, man, to stick a needle in his lungs. <laughs> what are the rates on that? So, are there any quarterbacks in the draft that uh, no, that, literally zero? There really isn't. It's well, that's kind of like the most interesting thing about the draft too, is because the only thing you can really draft that matters are quarterbacks. And when there's none, why even draft? Like I would say, just take a year off. Just take one year out. Get rid of all your do like the Rams did. Just get rid of all your picks. All your picks, right? Like what? Well, we're not going to take a quarterback, so what do we need them for? Go get real players. We need somebody well, to protect the quarterback. Could they well, not get one of these quarterbacks that's in there in like the fourth or fifth round, and he could be the next Tom Brady or Joe Montana? See, that's the thing. You never know. Round. 
But these fifth, sixth, seventh round guys, they never get the opportunity that Brady had. No. no. Like you never get like a seventh round pick or a sixth round pick and be like, "Well, starters hurt, plug in the kid." You know, well, they, are, they already have somebody ahead of them. And that that conversation is always about Tom Brady, right? One ninety nine, one in the sixth round, and and obviously greatest of all time. And uh, Joe Montana went in third round, fourth, fourth round, yeah, and. Those guys obviously are, are the example, but you don't even need – you need like a Mark Bulger. You need like a guy from like West Virginia in the sixth who's going to play for 10 years and get you into the playoffs. Right. But he ain't there. He ain't there this year. The, and the kid that I re- – you like the kid from Cincinnati, uh, Ritter. You think Desmond Ritter can go a little bit. If, if you're going to have to pick somebody from the draft as far as like skill sets, I, yeah. like, I like Malik. But as far as, like, NFL ready, that's the kid. Like, he's been a starter for four years. I'm a Carson Strong guy. I like the kid from Nevada. He's he's the right size. I think he can do all the parts. Um, but there's no way I'm taking him on day one. You're right. There's no, I'm probably not taking him no, on day two. No, there's no way. No. You, you can get him for Brady prices. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. So, cool. I mean, yeah, go there if you're going to go there. But otherwise, I don't know. And the Giants – they they got some opportunities in, on defense. They can get a good edge rusher in the in the first round and maybe maybe do some damage on offensive line. But there's you know. Oh, I got to figure it out with Kadarius Tony. Today's four twenty. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Yeah, the story checks That's out now. Why I'm surprised anybody rem- showed up. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, here's a fun coincidence. Uh, Kadarius has four hundred and twenty career yards. Right. Averages 69 <laughs> catches a season. Like, how does that work? Uh, he actually, <laughs> thank you for asking, only played 10 games last year. Averaged 42.0 yards a game. <laughs> Get out of town. <laughs> I, don't believe a, I don't believe a word of this. Where are you getting your numbers? Jerry Garcia? Where are you getting your numbers? Cheech? All insanely fabricated. Who would you get this from? It's Wiz all, Khalifa? All, I mean, speaking of coming to town, oh, Wiz Khalifa, <laughs> which we will uh, at some point be giving tickets away for. So how do you feel about Brian DeBall? I, You know, he's 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 from a successful program. I don't know. We'll see. You know, every every new coach, it depends on how they how they take control of the team and, and then motivate the players. And and Joe Judge didn't do that, and and, and uh, did some other things that were questionable. If I had like there. a if I had like an elementary school art project, and they said draw a football coach, I would draw Brian Dable. Yeah, he looks. That's what he looks like. He looks like a coach. Like yeah, that's, he, that's what I think coaches are supposed to look like. For Halloween, he's the guy who dyes his goatee red and says he's the Kool Aid Man. Mm-hmm. Like he's that <laughs> he's that type of energy. And he was tied up like he kind of got off to like not the best because he got tied up in that Brian Flores stuff with, um, oh head coach for the yeah. Patriots, wrong yeah. Brian, yeah, like that's wrong not the best Brian that's hoodie, not, yeah, that's not very good there. Uh, last one on the Giants before we talk about Camp Shaver, uh, Saquon Barkley come back healthy, come back the part. Well, he should be healthy, but I I I'd like to see them maybe maybe reset on that. I know I know exactly what they're gonna say, first day of of training. Best shape of his career. Yeah. Never been never <laughs> been healthier. Gonna, of course. He got a little pep in his step this year he didn't have last year. And then two games in he'll get injured for six games. Uh huh. And we'll see him we'll see him once after that and then uh, then he'll get injured again. Seventy fifth anniversary of Camp Shaver this summer. What's going on up there at the camp? 
we are going to have a great summer up yeah. at camp. Um, you know, we're we are uh, filling up our sessions right now. I, there, there's there's a couple sessions that are one away or two away from closing. Oh, is there? Yeah. Um, and uh, but some sessions are pretty pretty open. So if people want to sign up for camp, this now's the time to do it. If you want a sp- specific week, all weeks have at least one opening. Okay. So if you have two kids. You have to pick which one you love the you, most. You might be out of luck. Huh? This is okay. What do if you, you want a certain session, yeah. or the one you're willing to spend time with in public, <laughs> oh. and just send the other one off. <laughs> you you could set up like a qualifying game, maybe like an arm wrestling, maybe um, well forget arm, just traditional like like Greco Roman style. The victor gets to achieve camp, and the the failure is no longer part of the family. Or like a squid game. Ooh, very so smart. That'll take care of your problems forever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't hate that at all. That's what's going on at Camp Shaver. Uh, best way to contact you, Phil, and I know we didn't super put it over, but we talk about it a lot. But, it, yeah, yeah it's, it's filling up well. and It's doing and it, great. And yeah. it's almost there. 575-829-3752 or 505-595-1515, extension 3116, dot org. Phil, thanks for talking to the Giants with us a little bit. Oh, thanks for having me. 75 years, are you kidding me? Well, it's actually 77 now. 2000 was our 75th. We started in 1945, but COVID took away our 75th. Yeah. yeah. So it's been 75 years for three years. It's right. Nice. <laughs> it's our third 75th anniversary. Get, getting a lot of use out of those T-shirts. <laughs> I think I think I'm going to be 39 for like three years. So yeah. That's pretty cool. I, I started telling people I was 40 years ago. I'm, I'm not even 40. I just tell people I am. I just... What's sad is they really believe you, well, you immediately. You see that, that my eyes are heavy. I need uh. like a, I need a spa day for being real. <laughs> spa yeah. day, yeah. You know, I go out to Camp Shaver. Is well, you guys Let's do go. spa days out there? Is that oh. Disney weekend? We we, yeah, we have a Warm Springs. You could go soak in for a little while, and then some kids could walk on you. You know, that'd be like a okay. massage. You know, who knows? Oh. They'd have shoes on. We have a mud pit. You could have a mud bath, too. Oh, see, I'm into that. I really oh, like yeah. that. You can get. You what can. is a mud bath? Well, you we, have, we have a mud pit, it. and it's basically just a big pit that the kids go in and get muddy, and they Shut wrestle up. a little bit. They, It's it's intentional for that. Just that to you get built? Muddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there like a volleyball net on it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't have the volleyball net right now, but it will. Is there not? Look, Phil knows how to party. Phil, I we... keep telling you that Phil knows how to party. Phil, how have we not just squared off one week for adults? Yeah, right. Well, like, what is the problem here? How do me and Van get out there and get weird? Insurance liabilities. <laughs> is that what it is? Well, we, yeah. we, we, we a have a family liability. camp. We normally have family camp. Like, normally this week, like Memorial Day and Labor Day would be We're family available. camp. Where you could come out and get weird. Yeah. <laughs> so to speak. All right. Um, so but, but 2000, 2023, year, next year, next two men on week. We'll, yeah, yeah. Come on out. Come if, on out for Memorial Day. Have you, fun. With if, it. I'm going to write this down. If you call it the two men on week, well, first of all, you're going to get some weird applicants. But that's yeah. what we're looking for. Uh-huh. We're looking for uh-huh. just go out to the camp, hang out. Where yeah. we get back, one more segment before we jump into today's varsity. And today's I-9 varsity is the varsity of JV ripoff movies. Because you think Deep Impact is better than Armageddon. And you're an idiot. Well, besides Liv Tyler, I think Deep Impact has everything better going for it. God, it's so wrong in so many different ways. <laughs> Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Man's favorite player, Devin Booker, 
dabbed up a baby last night. What's up? What was that sentence you said? Yeah. Did you see that? He hits that big shot. Did you watch this or no? He dabbed. Oh, the fist bump thing. Dab. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with dabbed up a baby. Is that not what that's called? Cool, cool, cool. No, I'm with you now. (laughs) Because it's 420. Yeah. And I was thinking of dabs, like the weed stuff. The what? Yeah, dabs, whatever. I don't know what that is. I'll explain it to you off air. Just Googled it. Yeah, you said dabs and a baby. I was like, that sounds very illegal. So Devin Booker hits this big fadeaway jumper from the corny boy. Goes in, doesn't touch any part of the rim. You know, you know how he do. Mm-hmm. Lays down on the court for two seconds, and a baby leans over, gives him knuckles, hits him with the dab, gets up, returns the team, and now he's injured for the rest of the season allegedly. From the baby dab? I don't. I like mean, the baby injured him. What else would have caused it? That's a really good point. There's no <laughs> way that it was would have happened during an athletic event where he tried to thwart. Uh, an offensive player going towards the rim. That's completely illogical. Yeah, I'm going with the baby story. I like it way better. MRA results of Devin Booker's right hamstring. Unlikely he'll be able to play in games three and four in New Orleans. Uh, This is very bad for Phoenix because New Orleans is better than you think. Uh, Well, this is bad for Chris Paul, and I don't know what Chris Paul did to anger God, but this poor guy is just never going to win a championship. This is more about Chris Paul to me than it is about Devin Booker. Devin Booker will snap out of it, and he'll be a great player. Chris Paul's running out of chances who's to the, get a championship. Who's the guy on Phoenix right now that's like, this is my time? Like, is it cam- is campaign like, this is campaign time? Like, who's that guy? Well, it's Aiton, right? Aiton, oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, Aiton has to carry the load for everyone now. It ain't the same. Because Devin Booker dabs babies. Her babies dab Devin Booker. Hey, also, you want to double, double, double it? So double, 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 triple it? Okay. If you're New Orleans, bring back Zion right now. So then, so you have Booker going out for Phoenix, and you have Zion coming back for New Orleans, and that's not just a one to zero. That's then a negative one to zero that becomes a one to negative one, which is a two differences versus already having a one deficit. Man, I gotta write this down. So they had I don't one. Okay. 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 So Phoenix had one, and they lost that one, which meant they had zero. Okay. And New Orleans had zero. Yeah. And then they got one because okay. Zion Williams comes back, but because he came back, that's actually a negative one for Phoenix, which makes two ones, one one way, the other the other way, and then the one between them is a two. I did really horrible at physics in college. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't know how injury reports work because apparently Devin Booker's out games three and four, probably out the series. And that means Zion Williams should be back, right? Is that how that works in the Cosmos? I, I think it should. I think he should have been back a long time ago. So, yeah, a lot of so I mean, maybe Zion can hit a three-pointer and then the baby can just, like, give him a, a beignet or something, like, it, like a donut. And even if Zion can only play one game before, like, his body just dissolves on him, you would still have an opportunity to be up 3-1. Or he loses the game for you because he's so out of shape. He brings everyone else down, and they play worse team basketball because he's out on the court. I think that's just as likely. Oh, gosh, yeah, there's a strong possibility of that. Chemistry is a real thing. He's the Jamarcus Russell of basketball. He's on his way out. I don't know if he's ever going to be back. 
And they're so much better without him. It's weird to me that that's true. Yeah. Because when he was coming out, he was supposed to be the truth. He slows the game down. Which I don't Even hate. when he's healthy, he slows the game down. And that's not the game uh, of basketball anymore. But to me, it can be. Because if you if you go with the thing that no one else is doing, then no one else knows how to prepare for it. Is it like uh, uh, Wildcat by the Miami Dolphins? You know, this is like uh, if you are the team that does go and slow it down and, you know, takes 20 seconds off every shot clock and, and kind of maintains the pace differently and makes you exert it on defense, does that give you the edge? Well, well, who's done it successfully since Tim Duncan's Spurs? I mean, the game is completely different since then. You're saying Tim Duncan Spurs after Shaq left the Lakers and he joined those 12 other teams. Yes. There has not been a team that has done it that way. Because that part of the game is dead. That part of the game is dead. And you would need and a... it might be dead forever. And I think the only way you could pull it off is you got two of those elite guys. Like a Robinson Duncan situation. Now. So I think you just need one, but you need, but they don't make them that way anymore. Because even like the biggest guys that are playing the game right now, they drift, they fade. Mm-hmm. The kid in Denver, the kid in Dallas, yeah. the Embiid shoots threes. Embiid shoots threes. Yeah, because you're not taught anymore to do it. The Zion, because Zion can do it inside. Uh huh. Zion's not going to shoot threes for you. But do you have players that are like, oh, you mean we can high pick and roll or screen away or a or if, you know, someone's playing the zone, which Well, that's won't be. why the uh, Bucks are so good, because they've got Lopez, which is a seven-footer, and Giannis. And that's been... a good point. You're making a really good point, Michael. But that's not the style of basketball they play. They have the ability to do that, but that's not their milieu. So is it a you can go to it in reserve and quote-unquote crunch time? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't. It, it, can be, it can be either appetizer or dessert, but it can't be the entree or your team. I agree with that 100%, that the game is just different now. You can't play that style of basketball. If you shoot in the 80s and try to control the clock and play defense, you're going to lose by 40. What's crazy, though, with the way that these offensive runs and three-pointers and getting up and down and transition is literally a third of the game now, um, you can still lose by 40. Yes, that is accurate. God, there's like, it's, and you're looking at it, you're like, well, where's the balance? You know, this is the playoffs. You know, where is the down to the final possession? Although we did have one. You know, we saw the best player in the league, Jason Tatum. But <laughs> here we go. Where is where is that at? And I, hey, I get it. Ones versus eights. I get it. Weird play-ins. Like, like don't like don't at me with that. But you're you're talking about the best professionals to do it after a season of proving that they're the best. How are you losing by twenty points? Well, what's, I mean, what's this Golden State stuff? You saw a seven-seed Minnesota upset Memphis in the first game. Super crazy. And then to me. they go out and lose by 30 the yeah. second game. It's bonkers. Because John Morant was like, hey, I'm going to do some John Morant stuff. Absolutely bonkers. Phoenix, yesterday, Phoenix was, what, up 12, and then Booker goes out, and then boom, they get trounced the rest of the game. Let's grab a break. Whenever we get back, we'll do today's I 9 Varsity, which is the I 9 Varsity of JV ripoff movies okay. because Deep Impact sucks compared to Armageddon. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, last one from the Horn YMCA, the intersection of San Mateo and Indian School. Very good program today. Lots of guests. Thank you to all of them, including 
Kristen Chavez-Smith, who was just absolutely spectacular. Forrest Stolting, as we talked, Isotopes, Angela Lear, and her big three-on-three tournament going on this weekend in Paradise Hills Community Center. In memoriam of Devin Hayborn, reach out to her, 505-804-8585. If you want to get your team involved in playing a little bit, everyone here at the Y, including Gloria and Dane and Phil, it was a very good program, Van. I agree completely. I love being here. I love the vibe. I love what the YMCA does for the community. I love highlighting these guys because it makes me feel good. Aw, makes me feel real good. I-9 Sports is a prop partner of the program. They're day oneers. So league office 280 and i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Reach out to I-9 Sports. If interested, get your kids started in youth athletics, specifically as it relates to the fundamentals of programs. Um, I mean, I-9 Sports, is it's nationally renowned. They, they see something crazy. They have like 300 kids a year. They, they definitely know how to do it. So I-9 Sports, uh, kids ages 3 to 14, get them out, learn the game they're interested in. Okay, Van. Okay. This is a very good I-9 varsity today. And the varsity, if you're not familiar, is when we take a topic from the program and then we identify things that relate to that topic. And you said that Deep Impact was better than Armageddon, and that's when I knew you were an idiot. Therefore, we picked the JV of movies that just pretend to be other movies. So – what I really think is that wouldn't you rather have Morgan Freeman than Bill Pullman as a president? I think that's like just straight away. Okay, I see where you're going with this. Just straight away. Yep. Way better. You can do it. Anyways. Do you want me to go first? Yes. Okay. So, first I'm going with Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Sure. Because that's obviously a ripoff of the Emancipation Proclamation. Nope, no, that's not what you should have said. And it's very poorly done. <sighs> I like the original way better. Okay. Four score and... Uh, Seven zombies. Yes. <laughs> vampires ago. I am going to go with X Factor is a terrible knockoff of American Idol. Ah, yeah, okay. I'm going to say American Idol is the standard. And I'm going to say that X-Factor is uh, the JV joke version as I don't even know I don't even know who the judges are in X-Factor. To me, it's, it's all about Simon Cowell. He might be the judge on both. I think he's the judge on both. <laughs> Somehow, like, how is he doing all of them all he at once? He does them all. Next, I'm going with Sharknado. You familiar with Sharknado? I have seen Sharknado, correct. And it's... Obviously, a ripoff of uh, Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just no, really... No, it's not. I like, oh, wait. Am I doing this wrong? You're not doing it correct. Okay. Well, uh, Sharknado is really bad, and I like the original better. In 1998, when digital, I don't know what word to use, Pixar-style DreamWorks movies were all the jam because it wasn't cool to draw anymore unless you're using a computer... There was a Bug's Life, and there was Ants, okay? And they're both terrible knockoffs of Jerry Seinfeld's The Bee Movie. And both A Bug's Life and Ants are absolute JV-level films that are a social commentary that me as a child could not understand. Yeah, yeah, that's a, it's still a little complex for me. Yeah. Yeah, as an adult, I'm 40. I'm 40. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. 
Okay, next on my I-9 varsity of obvious ripoffs, I'm going to go with Titanic 2. Titanic 2, I'm sure you haven't seen it. It's a real movie about Titanic. Yeah, no, I'm familiar. 2, the second one. And it's obviously a ripoff of... That's right, Gilligan's Island. Okay. It's Gilligan's nope, Island. Nope, again, yeah. that is not a very good one. <sighs> All right, Vital, this one is going to hit home with you. I'm going to go with every cartoon is a ripoff of The Simpsons. I feel like The Simpsons is the one cartoon that counts. They did it first, and they've done it the longest. And anything that's not Hanna-Barbera, Warner Brothers, is a, is a straight rip of The Simpsons. There can be more than one cartoon, Fred. Not that I'm familiar with. So there can only be like one. So All in the Family is the only sitcom ever. Not all shows are All in the Family, but all shows are in one way or another mash. (laughs) My favorite kind of potatoes. Got you. Next on my I-9 varsity of JV movie Mm ripoffs. Wait, what did I write down? I completely forgot what I was doing. That's all right. Take your time. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Forrest Gump. Okay. And it's uh, obviously a ripoff of the Biden presidency. (sighs) It came before that. Oh, did it? Yeah. This isn't my best work today on the first. I mean, I just. We didn't talk about the rules very very well. Well, the rules were you don't get it. Oh. Like, that's the rule. Whoops. I knew there was a problem when you said Deep Impact was better than Armageddon. That's when I knew you wouldn't actually be able to identify because you're the reason this problem exists. You are the problem. You know what I was thinking? Oh, my gosh. What is that? I was thinking of a different deep impact. And that one's better than both of the other ones. No, there's only one deep impact. Well, not on the Internet. Michael. (laughs) Mike Vital. Need some help over here. Giving us the straight ignore when it comes to the deep impact. I, I'm with you 100%, man. You got I, one more for me? Well, I mean, I mean, here's the thing, man. I just I came ready to go on this one. Okay. So I have a big problem with, like, Tarantino films, right? Oh, how, how dare you? I'm sitting right here. Yeah, except for the first eight of them. I think the first eight are very good. Okay. Okay. And then the last one is a straight rip – of the actual, and I can't count, Tate, what is her first name? Sharon? The actual Sharon Tate story is better than the reimagined version of Sharon Tate by Tarantino in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You don't like Brad Pitt killing a guy on acid? A lot of Brad Pitt talk today. That's a, Yeah, it is a lot of Brad Pitt talk today. What's All, going on here? Also, um, everything that involves swords and sandals is not as good as Lord of the Rings. Does Gladiator count? Gladiator is better than Lord of the Rings. You just made an excellent point. Sorry about that. I got one more. Yeah. Uh, the whole Air Bud series. Okay. Because it obviously ripped off my, my dreams as a child because I wanted a, a talking dog who can play sports. You know what is the real answer? Like, we've been throwing a lot of jokes. Hmm. Ever since 28 Days Later, there has not been a zombie movie that doesn't have fast zombies. Like, before 28 Days Later... It was all, like, slow George A. Romero-style zombies. And since 28 Days Later, like, the, even the Dawn of the Dead remake, it is all 
only fast-moving zombies. That is so frightening. All right, so I see what you did there. You're talking about the thriller video because there was fast-moving zombies in that. There were a bunch of fast-moving zombies in that. That's but there are also werewolves in there, too. Those yeah, are pretty fast. Anything we missed, fan? Oh, my goodness. Anything that we didn't cover today, make sure you check out on the opening drive tomorrow morning with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Michael, very good job today. Thank you to the Horn YMCA. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.